0: Mark the end of one era and mark the beginning of another. T E T C.
1: The End Times Continue.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the End Times Continue recording on this, the 30th of July. Uh, I am Dino, and you are. Nine base. Oh, man. Record high fucking temperatures today. And it will be for the foreseeable future. For, like, the next six weeks, it's going to be over 100. Basically, for the rest of the summer, I'm upset. Oof. That's that's rough. That is rough. It's really bad. Uh, was, what have you been you know, up to? <laughs> well, I was going
2: to say, you know, I was going to say, in fact, I was going to bring up how hot it was up here, but it really, it really kind of falls flat considering that, like, it's always going to be worse down there. Sorry. You know? So even if I say, no, 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 I'm saying that to, to be funny because it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, nothing in comparison to what you have to endure down there.
0: Oh, well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, if you... I mean, here's the, uh, look, I, I grew up in the desert. Okay. Uh, and, and, and even, even me growing up, it would hit a hundred degrees for probably altogether Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks a summer. Mm -hmm. And it was, it it was like the, the, the the actual feeling of it though was so different when it's, when it's not right off the Gulf coast, (laughs) Sure, sure. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? When it's a <laughs> yeah. I mean the 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 cliche of but it's a dry heat is 100% true. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but, but I say that to say like like I I grew up with with over 100 degree temperatures fairly regularly and I've mm-hmm. never been as miserable, dude. So it's like it's Oh, man. It's all relative yeah. to what you're attuned to is what I'm trying to say. Sure. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm sure and and you are not attuned to to extreme heat. Um, no, not like Texas heat. No. So no. Like when I went down, to I've been down to uh, Childerberg
2: in Texas twice, and I was like, oh my god, I could not live here. I don't care how good of a state this is. I'm like, I could not do this physically. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: <laughs> but, yeah, it can be pretty. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. So uh, I I just got home. Uh just right before the call. I got home yeah. and then I peed and then I started the call. Um just got home from Barbenheimer. <laughs> we watched Oh yeah. Lady Jane and I went out and we watched Barbenheimer. And uh <laughs> I have thought you watched Barbie
2: first, right? Yes,
0: yeah, so Barbie first. <laughs>
2: okay. Um which I yeah. think
0: was the right call. Lady Jane made the right yeah. call on that one. Um Because I thought, as like a vibes consideration, like, you know, maybe watching Barbie last would be more sort of, you know, fun, Like dessert. Right, exactly, like dessert. Perfect way to put it. Um, it, uh, That would have been a bad call. That would have been a bad call on my part. So, uh, but first, it was a busy week this week. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of things happened in rapid fire, and I paid attention to like a few of them, but almost not in depth at all, really. So yeah, just like yeah, like. And it's, so it, we're gonna get into one of them. But uh, do you want to do the alien thing first? Uh, yes.
0: Uh, there was okay. a there was a hearing, uh, whereby a few wherein a few whistleblowers gave um, testimony under oath uh, that. There is a not a okay, so it's not the conspiracy that is the secret space program, but that there is a program which actively is reverse engineering alien technology. And I believe the answer to do they have biological uh, biological things like like evidence of biological sort of. Um. What's the term I'm thinking of? Samples, right? Beings. Yes. Our samples, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, do they have biological samples from these, these, this technology? And the mm-hmm. answer to that, I believe, was, um, I can't say. <laughs> which, <laughs> yeah. which was, and and I believe that was even clarified further to be like, I no, I I can't say. It's very it's highly classified. I can't. I really can't say that in this mm-hmm. hearing. <laughs> Well, what's interesting about this is we've had like soft disclosure stuff like this before, but what's particularly interesting right. about this is that these people are actively under oath.
2: Right. Yeah, uh, it, it's yeah, that part is really interesting. Um, the skeptical part of my brain is always, OK, they, they're doing the alien thing again. What else is happening this week that they're I hiding? 100% <laughs> agree? Yes. Uh, not to not to say that there isn't something there, right? Not to say that there isn't any truth to, like, what's being said there. But just I, in my skeptical brain, it's just like, hmm,
0: why now? No, I have the exact same thought. Now? Exactly. Why yeah. now? That's the exact, yes, exactly. That's the exact right question. Yeah. And the uh, answer it, is it's... I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I, I think, like, me, like, ten years ago would have been really hyped about this. Yes. And now it's just like, eh.
0: I (laughs) I think similarly I think part of it too is because I've kind of given up on the idea that there was going to be any real disclosure I mean there was a lot of soft disclosure during the Trump presidency right? um, but I'm I'm kind of I kind of gave up on the idea of any real disclosure happening and that's if Mm -hmm. it exists at all which as far as I'm concerned the jury is still out on right? Right. right but what's interesting about the sworn testimony thing is that if there's nothing there to support this that's a perjury charge
2: Right, yeah. So you, th- you at least think that there's a lot on the line here, at least if you're lying. Uh so Right. I mean,
0: yeah Yeah, <laughs> at least there should be.
2: Right. Right, yeah. But I, I my whole thing is like I I'm willing to believe it's true. I just kinda don't care <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I'm like, kinda the same know. way. It's it's weird because like okay. Like yeah, statistically speaking. I would be shocked if there wasn't life out there, and I would, you know, statistically speaking, I'd be shocked if there wasn't at least one advanced uh, civilization out there that could, you know, hyperspace travel or something like that. I think that's very possible. Statistic, just on statistics alone. Now, uh, (laughs) I also am just kind of like. You know, it's that meme. It's like the alien and the and like the Doomer uh, Wojak. It's like, hey, aren't you shocked? And he's like, yeah, I got a lot going on. Man. Yeah,
0: you <laughs> yes, that is exactly it. Are, aren't you shocked? Aren't you shocked to see me? Eh, look, man, there's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. No, <laughs> oh, that's exactly it. Um, yeah. I was interested I was I was interested that it was under oath. But the other thing, too, is like, would they realistically pursue a perjury charge against someone who lied under oath about right. this? And it's right, like, Exactly. Well, like, probably who's gonna, not. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to who's going to who's going to pursue it? Who's going to who's going to yeah. file the perjury charge on this? You know, right. so it's yeah. kind of the fact that it's under oath is on the one hand, very interesting and could be meaningful. And on the other hand, could be totally meaningless. <laughs>
2: you know, when I kind of like the the whole alien thing kind of like lost its muster was when there was there was that planned uh, raid on Area 51, when a bunch of idiots were going <laughs> to ra- storm Area 51 and then nothing happened. I like,
0: believe the right, plan well, was it's... to clap them alien cheeks. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And nothing happened.
2: And no, just like, they wow. just had a music festival. Yeah, put a real sour taste in my mouth for that. Yeah. Thing. So it's just like, its uh, you had your chance. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: blew it. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll get interested again if there actually is a, if a bunch of like Zoomers raid Area Fifty One while Naruto running. Yes. I will be like so happy. That would be yes. great. That would be uh, hype. Until that happens, I'm just like checked out though.
0: Uh, I'm kind of really. look until basically until the President of the United States releases the files himself. I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm not really because uh, all this stuff there's just holes, man. It's it's made of holes. Right. Um, and not even necessarily saying that like any of the testimony itself is made of holes, but just like the idea that well, can you trust it? Well, it's under oath. Well, but does that even matter? Like, right?
2: Was it didn't? So I didn't watch the hearing at all, uh, but I saw a few clips. Didn't one of the people on there say that it wasn't even him having direct experience with this uh, technology, but that he he heard it from a higher uh, an actual source? Yeah, or, I'm supposedly not sure. had someone... knowledge
0: from outside of the yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, but there was a guy there who did claim to have firsthand knowledge. He was a okay. military okay. guy. That's fair. Yeah. So there were there were some legit people there who were who were testifying to things they personally mm, okay. supposedly knew about. Yeah. Um, but even then, and man. I mean,
2: we look. We've had. Yeah. Again, I, this is not for me a thing of like believability. Like I'm fully willing to believe them. Right. Like, sure. Like that there there is some type of like non-human technological thing that they encountered or something like that we've had reports for years of like astronauts g- coming back and s- reporting that they saw some type of uh, aircraft that was not human Yeah, you know, well things pilots like we, i mean i mean pilots commercial pilots, pilots, pilots like will astronauts. talk about that yeah, pilots, yeah. astronauts. So it seems like there's something there. Obviously, it seems you know. I, I mean, I sure. How many could be lying there? All of them could be lying, but you know, it seems to be that there's at least some high, like high profile people who have like completely uh like attested to the fact that they've seen other things out there that they can't explain. Right. And especially what this is interesting is as we, as you said that it's under oath. So this does this is a little more uh serious than like other just, you know, claims just out there. Um Yes. Then like the citizens hearing on disclosure. Right, right.
0: Yeah. I, I'm I'm kind of like you. I'm here's the thing. Just like like you said, it's it's not so much about believability. I'm totally willing to believe it, but my my issue is I'm I'm just well, exactly like you said. I I, I just kind of am out of give a shit for it.
2: Right. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah. Okay. Do aliens exist? Okay, they do. Good. Uh, take me off this ghetto planet. Yeah. yeah right. Please, exactly.
0: <laughs> get me. Can it, you just? Can you just give us the faster-than-light technology so I can get right. away from the people I don't like? <laughs> <Right>. Please. <Yes. laughs> like, that's the only reason I would give a shit at this yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, <God. laughs> help me. Help me escape the people I don't enjoy being around.
2: Yeah, I will break you out of Area 51 if you help me get off this planet.
0: That's my that's the dealio. Take it. Or leave. Exactly. Um so that happened, that occurred on that very same day, I I received I received a phone call from Lady Jane uh mm-hmm. that very day. And it was I I hadn't been on the internet yet. And so She calls me at around lunchtime and she says, uh, and this is very close to a direct quote, have you been on the internet yet today? No, I've not. Okay, aliens are real, Hunter lost his plea deal, Mitch McConnell had a stroke on TV, and Pearl is fighting with Shu. (laughs) That was the rundown I was given. (laughs) Like (laughs) 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 So Incredible. I guess continuing in order. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hunter lost his plea deal.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I'm not sure the particulars surrounding this. As I understand it, his defense attorney kind of shit the bed on something. Mm. And the... Uh, he lost... They lost the deal. They just lost it. Uh, the I believe the judge rejected it. Mm. And so... This was, now this was the plea deal that Hunter had gotten whereby he would cop to, um, I believe he would cop to tax crimes, but he would not face the felony charges for felon in possession of a firearm or for, uh, lying on the firearms application by attesting to his claiming, uh, by, by, by claiming on such an application to not be a drug user. Um. Mm-hmm. which is which is lying under oath it's it's chargeable as perjury if you do that um so the well it might be chargeable as a particular crime like lying it like like perjury or fraud in pursuit of getting a firearm could be its own crime, but the basis okay. of its perjury it's that that's a sworn document, your firearms application is a sworn document, and you have to um tell the truth on it um So, he lost that deal, which means we may get the pro-gun argument from Hunter Biden's attorneys, which would be awesome. (laughs) That would be awesome, yeah. I would love to see Hunter Biden's attorneys argue that it is a violation of the Second Amendment to... Uh, first, well, first of all, it's a violation of the Fourth Amendment to ask that question on a form. Fourth and Fifth Amendment to ask that question on a form, which itself is violating the Second Amendment.
2: So you're telling me there's a chance? I'm saying there's a chance. Yes, <laughs> uh,
0: exactly. <laughs> there's- <laughs> Dude,
2: that's the funniest outcome possible for this whole thing so that's the one i'm rooting for i'm glad uh, it's that's... back
0: in play because when he got yeah. that plea deal i was like oh this is such a sweetheart deal there's no way in hell we're getting the fun argument out of this <laughs> and it turns oh. out no it's still possible <laughs> it is absolutely still possible yeah that's great and then what was next on that list uh, the uh, mcconnell, McConnell. Had stroke yeah yeah so that's yeah. not that is not verified in specific. He was giving a press yeah. conference and he just like his brain shut down.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like he, he took too much uh, cocaine right before and, you know, he just like stalled right there. Oh,
0: it was it was ridiculous. It's the, I mean, look, here's the, the this is the these are the possibilities, right? Either he had a stroke mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, because what he does is he said he's answering questions at the press conference and it, he just zones out entirely. And he's just, like, staring. Yep. And people around him are like, hey, man, I, 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 hey, 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 what, what are you, like, like, people around him are worried. And he's just staring. And, I like, I would pull up, the, I would pull up the clip to play the audio, but there's nothing in the audio. Right, he's it's just, just staring.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, like, uh, yeah, It's it's, yeah, he just, like, kind of just freezes up, like, looks, like, forward, and just kind of just doesn't say anything. Uh, in the clip uh. right
0: and i don 't know why they're, they are denying that there's anything wrong, because first of all, there's obviously something wrong um, right. secondly, if it 's not a stroke, right, it, I mm-hmm. mean there could be any any i 'm assuming i 'm not a fucking doctor i 'm I'm assuming there could be several medical explanations, but the ones that come to mind yeah. are you either had a stroke mm-hmm. or your brain just quit on you. Right. And yeah. of those two... Like it's two, blue screened. Right. And of those two, one is worse. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. So why would you <laughs> yeah. not even just... Why would you not just say, oh, yeah, mini stroke... Got checked out by a doctor. <laughs> these things happen as you age. We all know that. Not a big deal. Mm-hmm. He'll be he'll be yeah. right. He's going to spend the day in bed. He'll be right as rain in the morning. No problem at all. Little bitty stroke. These things, micro strokes, these things happen. And that's what this was. Why wouldn't you come out and say that instead of, no, right. Right. no, it wasn't a stroke at all. His brain oh, yeah, just Yeah, nothing quit. happened. <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> like, like, just say it. Just be honest about it, you know?
0: Like... Yeah, or even if it's, even if it's a lie, tell me it's a stroke. Because the other possibility is this is a dude whose brain just quits. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, and uh, yeah, just like just say something. Just like just say something. Like uh, it's fine. You ever been in like a, a superstore at two a.m. looking for cornflakes? Your brain's going to do that. True. Sure. Sometimes you're just going to stare off into the distance and you know <laughs> drool a little bit on the floor. It just happens. <laughs> and you move past a, it.
0: Walked into a press conference and forgot what you walked in for. Yeah, <laughs>
2: it happens. Yeah, all
0: the it, time. happens. <laughs> it happens. Just. <laughs> <laughs> it's like me looking in the fridge. What am I doing? This yeah, am I really hungry.
2: me looking in the microwave at my food while I'm cooking? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like just just admit it. Just say something. Like yes. just, don't, Yeah, don't do this whole oh no, nothing happened here. Uh. I
0: would I would rather see them just blame it on like a like a microstroke or something like that where it's like this is a physiological problem It's diagnosable and we can also downplay it by saying and it's fine. It's not a big deal. Right. He's he's totally back to normal. <laughs> it was just a blip, right? I would yeah. love to see them do that instead of leaving the only other opportunity, the only other possibility being, this is a guy who, who, his brain just crashes sometimes.
2: I'd love to, like, imagine if you were, like, his staffer or something, or his PR uh, person or whatever, and in response, you just reply back, brain broke. Two words, brain broke. Exactly! No, just, head empty. <laughs> nothing. Just brain
1: broke. <laughs> just, was, like, what? Mitch McConnell's moisturized hide- moment.
2: <laughs> yeah. Moisturized, uh, hydrated in his lane, not a thing in his head. Yes, happy.
0: exactly. Just. <laughs> oh, I love that idea. Uh... That's, that's what they should have come out and say. It's just like, oh, it wasn't a big deal. He just had a no thoughts, head empty moment. No problem. Yeah. Right. It happens to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, Man, the last thing lot on of, that like, list was peach arguing with shoot i'm sorry what were you saying there's a lot of what? i was
2: just gonna i was just gonna end it or cap it off but there's a lot of politicians right now who are like at the age where they should be somewhere not in public view uh yes
0: uh, the <laughs> like, geriatric nature of the political class kind of became a talking point after that happened yeah yeah <laughs> where it's like wait a minute it, all of these people are octogenarians yeah. Like like these people are not these are not like um let's say virile individuals. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a it is a it's it's mind blowing. Yeah. And that that did become a talking point after that occurred. I saw a maybe lot literally. Of people. Yeah, right. <laughs> I saw a lot of people talking about how geriatric the political class is yeah
2: and look this would not be like funny if it wasn't like a politician right you know what i mean (laughs) like oh yeah uh, the whole Uh, thing it was just a retiree
0: with no like power over other people he just kind of lives his life he likes to garden and he had a moment where his brain shut down it would be like oh man i'm sorry to hear that are you okay now like what's going on like that yeah right did you get checked out are you okay
2: (laughs) yeah but the fact that they have to play it off as if oh no everything is fine you know it's a weekend at bernie's thing you know everything's
0: fine it's, it's exactly it's, it's weekend good. at bernie's yeah that's but that's how this whole thing's been going since biden got elected oh, yeah. everyone's kind of noticed yes. and and people noticed it with pelosi a long a while back people noticed it with pelosi oh yeah well what's her name diane feinstein or whatever uh oh her god well. diane like, feinstein yeah. yes um, there's a game that they play on No Agenda with Pelosi that's drunk or not drunk and <laughs> you're basically you're trying to guess whether she's slurring her words because she's drunk or because she's trying to talk around her dentures and they're falling out uh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a very fun game because it's a great reason to listen to Pelosi sound sound like the geriatric fuck that she is yeah but people have noticed that. People people noticed that with her a long time ago. It, it, Feinstein's a great poll for that. It's just it's kind of it's it's a little frightening. Yeah, just just a little bit. <laughs> Ugh. They're in charge. <laughs> Do you, don't you feel represented? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> yes. I
1: <laughs> i too
2: I too just get lost in stores and just like stare off into aisles down yep. staring at people randomly for yes. twelve seconds exactly on the floor. He's just, like me. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like me
0: okay, well, the last thing on the list was Peach fighting with Shu, and I didn't look into that um i I did not go dig that up uh I because yeah i I was just not. I couldn't you know, it's difficult to deal with peach.
2: Oh, did you uh did you see um um God bless you, uh, Pearl, did you see her tweet? Her,
0: I'm sorry, uh, that's who I was trying to say was Pearl, but I, yeah, I, I I said peach like three times, I don't know why. Yeah. Did you see her I tweet? Think I was thinking of Peach guys. Saliva. No, I did not see any of her tweets. About 16 year olds? <laughs> oh god, yes! Oh, that's another thing that happened. Okay. So she tweeted that sixteen-year-old girls are more attractive than, than twenty-six. Than like uh, a twenty-six-year-old woman. Uh-huh. That was a mistake, but did you also see that the guy, one of the guys who's like related to the um the sex trafficking shit online, posted a censored a censored still from and this is disturbing guys by the like this is i'm i'm oh god yes i'm trying to present it like it's funny but it it is kind of funny but it is disturbing yeah Um,
2: i i don't even i'm fine with not even talking about like the contents of of yes okay well Uh, it was it
0: was a censored still from a we'll just say from some cp material Yeah, Um, and and it's a relatively famous piece of CP material, partially because it was caught on that Duggar kid's computer. He had it, Mm -hmm. and it was one of the things that sort of blew up as a result of that. Was the this this particular piece of material? Um, He posted a censored screen cap of it, in like in terms of like in the context of trying to raise awareness or whatever. Like people aren't aware that this happens.
2: Yeah. And yeah, exactly. That's such a like an excuse. Like, yeah, obviously people know it happens and you don't need to post it. What are you doing? Right. What are you doing? Like what went through your head? Nothing. He's an And idiot. also, Not just that. Yeah. And not just that. Elon twi- or X, as it's called now, uh, unbanned him.
0: Oh, really?
2: Last yes. You didn't see this banned. No, no, no. He was unbanned. And they said, because not many people saw it.
0: Holy shit. That was their response. This dude, no full and no bullshit, just posts CP on Twitter, and Elon's like, And he got unbanned. Oh my
2: god. And then other people are getting suspended because they told Elon to stub his toe.
0: Like, literally. Jesus Christ. That is absolutely insane. Yeah. Yeah no, he's back. He's he's
2: all back and fine, like nothing happened. Jesus Christ.
0: That's this is that's legitimately fucked. Yeah. Like that goes beyond just like normal internet drama fucked. Like this is real fucked. Yeah. Right. Like you're gonna stick it of all the people,
2: you're going to unban. That's the guy. My god.
0: <laughs> There's the, this was something that somebody else pointed out, which was, um, yeah. Uh, even if you fuck a goat, ironically, you're still a goat fucker. Like, even if your whole thing is like, I only posted (laughs) it to raise away, you still post it to raise awareness that this happens. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I wanted to raise awareness that this happens, So I'm going to do the thing I say that's bad. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And then Elon will be in my corner and unbanned before
0: it. Oh, God. I, oh, how could you possibly do that? Yeah. You run, you, you, okay, supposedly he doesn't run the website anymore. He owns the website, though. You right. own this website, and, and your idea of being good steward of this website is, now we'll let that guy back on. How are you not going to expect? I mean, uh, what happens? What happens the next time there's a major sting of people on Twitter who are sharing that material because they do it? Mm -hmm. What happens when the when there's a major sting on that and somebody decides that you're liable for it because you have signaled that you're okay with this content on your website? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, that's Uh, just a bad idea. Also, uh, so Elon said only people on our CSE team have seen those pictures. I don't believe that. I don't know. Hell no. He he posts. Yeah. And then, uh, so must said referring to the, uh, so he said, uh, for now we will delete the posts and and reinstate the account.
0: Jeez. (laughs) That is just, that is so bug nutty to me, but that's another thing that's weird with like moderation on the internet is there's, there are teams of human people who moderate these websites and, and like I've, I've, Heard from people who live like uh, in like downtown Austin. The people who come out of the Facebook building who are on those teams are just like zombified. Like they just look. Oh yeah. Because they have to look at that crap. Because it's not just that either. It's not just uh, CP or CSAM. It's 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 gore. It's beheading video. It's all kinds of shit that these guys have to look
2: at. I could not do that job. I could not do it. Like well, they no they way. try
0: to rotate them off. I think they have them on like six week cycles, where they rotate them yeah. off of the team after a while. Yeah, because it's just it's just brutal, and I I I, I, I couldn't do the job either. It, it it would just eat my soul away. It would yeah. be it, it would be that, just miserable. Yeah. But I don't know. Him being
2: unbanned is just, like, insane. Just insane. Especially considering that... When Elon took over, his big thing was like uh, these types of images. Oh right? yeah, did, he, did people was...
0: forget the whole Eliza Blue thing and and all right. that nonsense that was that right. supposedly blew up there? Like where he was, they, like the, you know, they were working together to tackle the uh, the CP problem on Twitter, and uh-huh. and, and even and, and the the she was talking about how like oh it's it's been Elon took care of it.
2: Right, and now he's unbanning people who who posted I guess if you just say hey i was I was doing it for a good cause, then it's okay, right, then all your yeah. actions are just fine, people you your intent was okay, you wanted a good thing to come out of this, uh, and yet you know it's just like it, it's so just weasley uh you know I don't
0: even here's the thing. I don't even believe that that is so oh, I don't either i, I was is, yeah, yeah, oh, sure. I was giving no, a best I'm, case scenario yeah absolutely. I'm just
2: saying that. I don't believe it either.
0: Yeah, no, because to me, it just seems like trying to clout chase. Yes. That seems like clout chasing to me because there's no way. I mean, look, maybe people are stupid enough to think this, but there's no way that you're stupid enough to think that that that's a good idea. Yeah. Also, like uh, any like.
2: Anyone who takes this issue seriously knows that you should never post those images, uh, just on, on principle. But also yes. also because you could actually like, psychologically damage people who have been abused like that not as well. Yes. They see that. Right.
0: Of- it's not just about you. Just and it's that. not just about the picture. Right. It's about other people who have to see it. Yes.
2: Yes. Who experienced it. People who like, experienced it firsthand were victimized by it. You show that you're going to psychologically mess someone up. So I don't want to hear this. Oh, well, I was doing it to spread awareness I and mean, get out of
0: here. Yeah, I mean, it, it's I mean, I, I, I yeah, 100 percent. There's no fucking way that that's the logic, because everybody knows, especially if you're one of these child trafficking activists or whatever. There is especially- also you could as much as, you know, I don't
2: want to even get into even describing it. You could just describe it. And then that would be bad. But, you know, that would be bad for other reasons. But Put but it behind at the least content warning.
0: <laughs> Right. You can yeah, you could something. you could do this is you could do a you could type up in your notepad a description of the thing, post it as a picture on Twitter, and put it behind a filter. You could choose to do that yourself manually. Yep. And and this dude this dude was like, ugh. Ugh. I don't I, I'm ugh. I can't believe they let him back on. Yeah, it's so insulting,
2: uh, right? Just it's insulting in itself, but also the fact it's also insulting on another level, where it's like there's people who have been banned on Twitter for much less. Uh, yes, <laughs> and never banned for standard. much less.
0: And and here's the thing: it's not just insulting to the users who've been banned, or it's not just insulting to. It's insulting to the whole fucking website, right? Because yeah. you are you yeah, are, and and by that I mean not just the people on it, but your business. Yes. Yeah.
2: What? Well, uh, where our advertisers going to be like? Mm, yes. Great decision, Elon. <laughs> <Thank> exactly.
0: <you."> ah. <laughs> uh, that is just. Uh, it, that is one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. I didn't know that they'd let yeah. him back on. I, I saw that yeah. he had been banned, and I was like, okay, well, all's all's well that ends well. But they let him yeah, back exactly on. Holy shit! He's back. Yep. My God. <laughs> that is that is just hard. Yeah. And I know there's people who are just like but it, but it was censored it was censored I don't care. I I don't give a fuck. Right. For two reasons no, the 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 first reason I don't give a fuck is that I just don't give a fuck. The second reason right. I don't give a fuck is that you can like depending on how you censor a thing and I haven't seen the image, I don't know how it was censored, but mm-hmm. let's say you use one of those like blocking tools right that pixelates the image right. or you use a or you use a blur filter or something like that, those things can be reversed yeah
2: right you can un yeah you yes exactly you can unblur those things like it's yeah.
0: I mean, uh, and also
2: depending, also right. If it's so blurred, obviously you shouldn't. You shouldn't post a picture, which you shouldn't post it at all. But you right. know, if, you know what I mean. Like if it's so blurred, then you it's not worth even posting. But, right. if, it, but if it's not blurred enough, why are you posting it?
0: Yes. You know exactly. Like... There's no way this is good. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter how censored it was. There's no way it's good because it's either yeah. censored too much for you to even be making your point, or it's not censored yeah. enough. Right. Yes. Yes, that is an excellent point. Excellent point. You you make a you make an incredible point there. Yes. The the defense of this can't be that it was censored because there's no good answer for that. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, there's no it's uh, yeah, let's get off this topic. Um it, it's a thing that happened. Um Yeah. And and it was it was it was it was a bad thing, and they let the guy back on Twitter. I can't believe it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Oh man, what else was there? Oh, Uh, the actual Twitter rebrand happened. Yep. Yeah, it's X now, and they want to turn into a financial services company. Basically, they want to turn it into Stripe. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So uh, great. Did you see the, um, I don't know, um, I should have brought this up before, did you see the super bright neon, like, white X uh, logo yes. that was
0: blinding people across oh, the street? Oh my uh, god, yes, over in, like, it's right across the street from Fox Plaza, um, and there are yeah. apartments in that building, and that, that X shines right into it. Yeah, it's like a god ray shining into uh. your uh, windows at night, like, <laughs> it's horrible i saw yeah. some people speculating that he wants to get kicked out of the building that's why he did that <laughs> because he doesn't want to pay rent in that building that's that's what a couple of people were speculating oh. i don't know the truth of it but that's possible huh. yeah i mean look the other alternative is that he's just an asshole which is also likely right <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah I don't know. Maybe he has a maybe he has a personal beef with someone who lives in one of those apartments. Right, yeah. That <laughs> could be. But no, he's a that's it was it's it's a massive, massive, just blindingly white X that yeah. it strobes too.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like not safe.
2: <laughs> no. Yeah, We're no. Yeah. Conditions. I hope you don't have epilepsy son. Exactly. <laughs> don't look out that window. <laughs>
0: jeez um that's the kind of you know what bugs me he can get Hmm. he can get away with that shit but every time there's a really fast paced cool action scene in anime they darken it where you can barely see the damn thing because of what happened with the pokemon movie back in the 90s oh wait
2: i don't know the story what happened
0: okay so i can't remember if it was the pokemon movie it was no it wasn't the movie it was a particular episode of pokemon so a particular episode of pokemon caused epileptic seizures in kids in japan Oh, okay. Or it was blamed for it. I don't even know if it was ever definitively proven that it was the actual cause. But it set a precedent in anime. Have you ever been watching anime and there's like a really mm. fast-paced action scene and they darken the picture? They darken the picture. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like you can tell it's darker than it should be. Mm-hmm. Right. That's because of that. Oh, okay, I see. That goes back to this Pokemon episode that supposedly caused all these epileptic seizures. Um, hmm. And and one of the reasons that it, that kind of spread through the U.S. was because people were concerned about it in the U.S., but it was also part of the uh, sort of anti-anime sentiment in the U.S. Oh, at I the see. time.
2: So they just they just took that and ran with that. They latched okay. onto it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's like like that. But but yet, Elon Musk gets to put a giant strobing X on top of his building. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Ah, uh, that's, that's ugh. he's just he is uh, you know I I flipped on Elon. I thought I thought oh, when he purchased yeah. Twitter, I was like, you know what, this dude's an old school internet kind of guy. Um, this is a dude who like came up on on Usenet, on the forums, stuff like that. Like, he knows what the old internet was like, and he wants to get back to that. I think that's cool. Um, yeah, I. <laughs> Elon, to me,
2: strikes me as a case of arrested development, personally. Like, he strikes me that he's a 13-year-old edgelord still, uh, to this day, uh, you know, type
0: thing. (laughs) Uh, Well, after some of the decisions he's made, it's like, never mind. Well, oh, I, I should elaborate. Why I say that is because,
2: uh, you know, his, his obsession with the, the letter X, you know, I, and I'm not judging him really for this. I'm just like pointing out things that kind of correlate to this, uh, which is to say that, you know, uh, and he's also did you hear that uh, now, It you know, the thing formerly known as Twitter will no longer have a light mode. Now, I wasn't a light mode user, uh, but the fact no. that he's saying it will only you only have dark mode now is like, Why?
0: That's, Why? Uh, Why? <laughs> Why? I've I've only ever used the blackout mode ever since it was like yeah. introduced. But that's not right. But the, a lot of people use what light mode? Yeah, a lot of people do. So there are people who don't like dark mode. I don't understand them, but they don't like yeah, it. But also, but
2: well, I know some people have there's a problem for some people where they have eye issues with dark mode. Um, they can't read the text, like the white on black text. Yeah, white on yeah, black. Text. Yeah, 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 yeah. That happens. So. Yeah, so uh, it's like you're removing accessibility
0: features. Why? Really? (laughs) Why? Uh, He's just he's he just uh, uh, that whole X thing too. He's wanted to own an X company forever. He's wanted to own a company that's just X.com forever. He he bought uh, originally originally he wanted to rebrand paypal to x and then he got ousted from paypal and then um the the there was the tesla model x which uh, this is the other thing too this is his sort of the juvenile nature of elon musk mm-hmm. the tesla models and everyone's pointed this out already everyone knows it but the tesla models spell sexy oh yeah yeah yep. yeah the model s the model 3 the model x and the model y Right, right. Yep. Um so it's like I, I, like it, it's juvenile. It is juvenile. Yeah, and then yeah. he bought the x.com domain back from Which PayPal. I could
2: appreciate if he wasn't cringe.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um yeah, he bought that x.com domain back from PayPal and he's wanted to do that again ever since. He's turning he's turning I this is my feeling. And and I say that because I don't have any proof with regard to this, it just comes off this way to me, and that is he's trying to turn Twitter into the thing he feels was taken from him when he lost PayPal and and couldn't take mm. it the direction he wanted to. Oh, right. Yeah, that's it, probably correct. It seems that way to me, because he's talking about it's a yeah. one-stop shop for all your financial, all your crypto, all your everything, payment processing, all yeah, that that's stuff. That's
2: going to be a no from me, dog. Oh, hell no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because first of all, who's gonna license your processing? Okay, so the way payment processing works is way more complicated than a lot of people. There's like three levels of payment processing. Um there's mm-hmm. three or four levels to it, um, and that's not counting all the microservices in between. But you have like you have a a payment a a a payment front end that then has to use a back end to process payments, which then Probably most likely hooks into one of the major card companies to serve from their processing. And then that has to go through the banks and then it goes back the other way. Mm hmm. Like like payment processing is a complex thing. And the problem with him trying to turn this is the problem with him trying to turn Twitter into Stripe or, or have a Stripe aspect to Twitter. And that mm-hmm. is that when you have to hook into those other back end companies, they have things like the match list and so you can't like i'm not gonna have my twitter identity hooked up to my financials in such a way that a tweet might be put on the match list right exactly
2: yeah that seems like an just an intuitive thing that seems like a no-no a bad thing to happen
0: it's ridiculous
2: uh, i'd also have to imagine that it would probably be like a logistics nightmare too in some cases uh to have all of that uh, like running into like a one-stop shop type thing on, yes. on Twitter. I don't know. Uh,
0: <laughs> Nobody's using tap to pay like as like phone especially... anymore uh, outside of Apple oh. Pay. Very few people are using tap to pay on the phone so, so that means if you're going to try and be a financial service you're going to have to have a card. Who's going to run your card? Is it going to be Visa? Is it going to be Mastercard? Who's going to run your fucking card, Elon? And also just like on a more like a technical or
2: development level, uh if you're if, if at the mo, it's not like you know. Uh, at the moment, this uh, Twitter is a great functioning place. lot uh, no. of people already are saying, "Oh, this is great," so maybe you shouldn't add more and fix the issues that are already
0: present. Dude, no? that that, that <laughs> brings up—I hadn't even thought about the data security issues. <laughs> right? You fucking trust Twitter's code with your financial information? <laughs> right. Right. I can't get the app to stop kicking me over to the for you feed.
2: Right and also with all the like the rate limit thing you know that's just that's not a necessarily connected explicitly but it's just the fact that it's not exactly a great place to navigate already there's no. a lot of really like bad features and bugs uh that exist and you're gonna tell me you want us to be this one-stop shop uh for everyone all the time forever uh, yeah
0: you, you make one change to twitter and you do it so poorly that you practically kill your website overnight Right. Like, I I, 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 uh, and, and you're going to be holding the financial information. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I trust that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, here's the thing. Do I trust Chase any more than Twitter? No. Do I trust, you know, Wells Fargo any more than I trust Twitter? No. But I don't trust Twitter. I, I, no,
2: but it, it, but, yeah, but if Chase started the social media company, I wouldn't be
0: trusting them. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Oh, man. God, it's so stupid. Um, yeah. Yes, but that rebrand is happening, and, and it's, uh, this isn't going to work. This whole thing is not going to work. Um, yeah. Basically, he would have to force it by getting major contracts, and I don't think anybody's going to mm-hmm. give it, it, them any major contracts. I don't think they're ever going to get any major no. contracts for yep. processing. Yep. At all. Um, anyway, <laughs> so Lady Jane and I went out and saw Barbenheimer. Barbie oh, first, yeah. and then Oppenheimer. And I texted you or messaged you after yes. both movies. Yep. Um. And the, I mean, the short of it is both were good.
2: That, yeah, that's what I've heard from a lot of people. Is that they enjoyed both. They, I know some other people who
0: saw a double feature and they were like, yeah, these are really good movies. I liked them. I liked them. I, I thought. Uh, which one would, you, which one would you like to hear about first? Uh, let's start with Barbie first. Okay. Um. So Barbie's an idiot trap. Yeah, um, Barbie is a movie that is designed to make um, people like Ben Shapiro and girl bosses on Twitter mm-hmm. see it at one level. And if you scratch that level at all, it's a much deeper and smarter movie than that. <laughs> it's like the test
2: your media literacy the movie
0: yes exactly well i mean your ability to navigate subtext too like right 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 all these all these girl boss people uh who were talking about how it's like this look there is a feminist angle to it but it's not girl boss you know gaslight gatekeep girl boss feminism it's not Mm -hmm. um you know uh girl power shit it's because all of that is in the movie and it's presented mm-hmm. as vapid and shallow. Mhm. And that's like it's all presented that way. Like no, this is right. just stupid. Like the 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 president the president Barbie in the movie. And this is the very beginning of the movie. I'm not spoiling anything for anybody. The president Barbie in the movie is doing some dumb bullshit. <laughs> In the Oval Office, like it's not it's not being president, signing bills right. into law or 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 doing a making a doing some sort of treaty negotiation or any of that. It's nothing important. It's bullshit. President Barbie is doing bullshit.
2: It's you know, we have talked about this on like I think on multiple episodes now, but it, it really does go back to the fact that for a lot of people, when they see something in the movie, they immediately think the movie makers are trying to say this is a good thing. Uh, or the movie's right. trying to say, hey, yeah, you should, this is, we're saying this is a good thing. If we're showing it, it means it's a good thing. Uh. Yeah, or that it's literal. Like, so right, Or literal. that it's literal, yeah, right, right.
0: I mean, that was the, that's the whole thing with the, I mean, look, this is a, this is a movie that, Um, this was something that after we spoke about it, uh, Lady mm-hmm. Jane was talking to me and she said, you know, she goes, Greta Gerwig's smarter than that. And I'm sitting here thinking, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, Lady Bird, like, yeah. Greta Gerwig is smarter than that. So why would I so it can't be. It it can't be the shallow mess that people were making it out to be. Mm-hmm. And 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 it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It, it actually had a point. It had it had something interesting and important to say. It is a movie about gender dynamics. Absolutely, mm-hmm. sure. absolutely, it is. And I mean, and I
2: mean it, can't, it can't not be. Like that's what sure. Barbie. You know, the, you know, given what
0: Barbie is, it would be a betrayal if it, what didn't touch on that a little. That's exactly. That's exactly right. And it's it's a movie about. There's a lot of really interesting critiques of corporate, corporate feminism, which at like mm-hmm. like you know what what they're what what i call corporate feminism what the like third and fourth wave feminists call pink capitalism right um mm-hmm. but this sort of there's like a whole uh there's a whole critique of that which on a meta meta level is very interesting um <laughs> because that's the whole movie uh, right <laughs> and the movie seems to know that about itself which is uh-huh. very funny uh kind of like how i liked the the most recent Matrix movie, the Matrix, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's because it's a movie that hated itself, right? <laughs> it's a movie that didn't want to exist and wanted you, the audience, to know that it was not happy existing,
2: right? Right? Like on the surface level, people who don't think about it very much thinks, "Oh, wow, a bad Matrix movie," yes. Uh, but the whole time there's a deeper level where it's like the, it's 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 looking in the mirror itself and winking, yes, uh, right? It's yeah
0: that's exactly right and that whole i mean like with the way that the matrix ended with um with uh uh the the sort of there was like the girl power ending to the matrix right Mm -hmm. but if you actually watched the matrix and, and got from it what i got from it which was um that it hated itself and it was designed as a fuck you um the whole movie was a fuck you that right. ending is also a fuck you. That ending is also like uh where where What's her face flies off and suddenly has the power of Neo because for no reason. Um right. I don't I don't believe that either Wachowski doesn't know why that doesn't make sense in the fiction right. of The Matrix. This- the villain of that movie was the studio. Like yes! That explicitly. Yes, explicitly. And so the whole way that, the way that movie ended, to me, felt like when it had her flying off and suddenly having all the powers and stuff, it felt to me like, is this what you fucking wanted? Mm-hmm. This is what you fucking... Here, take it. Fuck you. That's what it felt like, yep. and I loved it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and Barbie kind of has the same feel to it. There's, a, there's this underlying angst in the movie where the movie kind of hates itself.
2: Yeah, there's uh, oh God. I So this this has been a, a clip, I think, that was released, but I'll still give like a spoiler warning because I've seen this clip like um, um, bandied about um, uh, in, in Barbie. There's a moment like I, where she's like in the real world and um, uh, and like she goes up to this kid and this kid calls her a fascist or whatever. Yes. And everyone <laughs> like lost their minds about. Oh, so this is just another like uh, liberal. Oak, you know whatever but to me when i watch it is like this is this is obviously making the kid look ridiculous yes like this is at least my interpretation of this yes. is obviously making it look ridiculous
0: yes that kid character i mean that whole i mean and you can probably guess this just from watching it that that kid character's whole arc is softening right like right like, yeah that's, exactly yes. that's that character's yeah. whole arc and and, mm-hmm. and so that 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 whole that the movie it's interesting because it um, it, it's all of the there is feminism in the movie, okay? Oh, of course, yeah, but, there, but of course. yeah feels, like, like a sincere, <clears throat> sincere, yes, very yeah. sincere, absolutely. And yeah. and here's the thing: it is the sledgehammer that I thought it was, but just not for the points that people were getting from it, because the the mm. the number of times, for example, the word "complicated" is used to describe mm. the world. Just as a whole. And comparing this idea of, like, we live in a very complicated world versus Barbie Land, whatever, is very simple. It's simplistic. And it's designed mm-hmm. to be simplistic. And that's why it's not representative of of feminism or, or, or the female reality mm-hmm. is because it's so simplistic. Part of that simplicity is what causes this the Ken subplot to happen. Mm-hmm. Which, which everyone knows by now, the Ken, the Ken subplot. Ken goes to the real world, learns what patriarchy is, and then establishes, quote-unquote, a patriarchy in, in Barbie world, right? Um, but that's not what the movie is... That's not what he does, though. <laughs> because if you actually watch the movie critically, Greta Gerwig is making the point that men only build shit to impress women. <laughs> 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 like the movie is actively making that point like the movie agrees with you trads yes men only build shit and try to control shit to compress women absolutely that's what the movie's saying
2: <laughs> i've seen so many and i think we should like uh, put in the notes like when we start talking specifics about you know like uh from this point Point if possible. You know what I mean. Like yes, the, yes, the yes, notes, yes, like yes, 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 yes. I will put.
0: Um, um What are we at? Fifty two thirty. I'll put. Yeah, I'll, I'll. I'll make sure to put that in the show notes.
2: Okay. Yeah, I, I think because I, you know, it's interesting because I think. Um, um uh, the, I've seen so many like schizophrenic takes on this, and they're not schizophrenic in the sense that they're coming from the same person, but the, from the same sphere. Right. Um, we're like so many different people are having so many different takes from it. They're pulling, getting like sometimes completely opposite takes yes. uh, from each other. Who people who should like are usually agree with each other in the same sphere. It's very interesting.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's such an interesting. The 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 who is that girl? Uh, girl. She's a woman, but the she looks very young. Um, who works for Ben Shapiro or does stuff with Ben Shapiro periodically? Oh God. And she doesn't uh, have I, don't, YouTube I don't keep shorts. Up with that i don't keep up with that side uh, here, so i, don't I know. forget her name, but she has some okay takes um some of her stuff is fucking stupid, but she has some takes that are pretty solid. she comes up in lady jane's youtube shorts algorithm a lot um but she's got some takes that are pretty solid and some takes that are really dumb. But she kind of made the point about the Barbie, and this is a direct spoiler, so we're we're well within that territory now. Um, she makes the point where it's just like, look, if Barbie world is so great, why doesn't she stay? Mm-hmm. She leaves. Mm-hmm. After being faced with the complexity and and the, the the variance of the human experience, she decides she wants that, not the girl mm-hmm. boss, the vapid girl boss bullshit. She wants the complex human experience, right? And like that's the way the movie ends, right? <laughs>
2: you know, I. I don't, I'm not, I I promise I'm not like insulting the movie here, but I do want to point out this is, this seems like a subplot of like 20 Hallmark movies I've seen. Oh, yeah. But it's, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not saying that's bad. I am just, it's an interesting point.
0: Yes. Yeah. No, that's absolutely an interesting sort of observation. I mean, if it's not
2: broken, don't fix it, I guess. Right. So it's like, yeah. Sure.
0: But that was that was an interesting thing. There's a whole thing in there about how um like there's a there's a rant in the movie, and this is why again the movie is a sledgehammer. Absolutely it's a sledgehammer. A character mm-hmm. gives a rant in the movie, which is obviously supposed to be a um a stand-up and clap moment for uh ah, like second wave feminists. hmm You know what I mean? Like there's this, mm-hmm. there's a whole speech in there about like, uh, or, or maybe not second wave, but, but like, like sort of like down to earth feminists, right? Center, center, sure. center, center, left feminists sure. where the the whole, there's this entire rant that's about like all the contradictions about what you're expected to do while being a woman. And one of the, th- like half of the things, the things that are presented as contradictory, half of those things are the expectations of, uh, modern uh social feminism sure like that's half of the list that she goes Mm -hmm. through in this rant is half of that shit is is stuff that's expected from modern from the modern feminist left and so this the the whole move the movie's whole point is that like this shit's complicated you can't boil it down to girl boss bullshit (laughs) right that's the movie's entire idea. And and it says the same thing about men. It says the same thing about this notion of patriarchy, right? Which is that, like, mm-hmm. you can't boil it down to just men bad. You, you can't right. do it. Because there are other motivations there. The, 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 the Like I said, the motivation for Ken in the movie is he wants to impress a woman. That's why he builds what he builds. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, too, that was really interesting, and this is a direct spoiler, and you can tell me not to spoiler things as soon as... as, soon as we talked about it before the show. Oh, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine yeah. with spoilers. I don't mind them. I'm, I'm that type of person. Okay. Well, th- this, is a, this is a direct spoiler. One of the things that makes Ken do what he does in the film mm-hmm. is that he comes to the real world, quote unquote, and is finally treated like a human being. Mm-hmm. Like, like he comes to the real world and, uh, as soon as he changes his clothes, because they're both being made for like, she's getting hit on and he's being made fun of, um, mm-hmm. when, when they, when they're wearing their stupid outfits. But when he changes his clothes, people immediately, like someone just walks up to him and is like, Hey, uh, sir, do you have the time? And mm-hmm. it's like, wait a minute, you're another person referring to me as sir and asking me a favor. Like mm-hmm. that was very impactful for him and that's why he does what he does in the movie is because his view then of patriarchy becomes a place where uh, men are respected at all (laughs) right okay yes so that's the that's part of the fundamental misunderstanding people have with the movie is that when the movie uses Ken as a as a vehicle for this idea of patriarchy right Mm -hmm. it's what it means to him is important, and what it means to him is a place where strangers call you sir. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Which is a, a, sure. like that—a place where you just get basic human decency and respect. Sure. Um, which which kind of serves two functions. It serves first of all to sort of explain a little bit about like why this is a complicated issue, and it also does a little bit to sort of reflect back on men in the audience this idea of just like being treated like a human you know what i mean cuz there's sure, a little sure. bit of that subtext to it uh so i thought it was very it was a very clever idea um but it's absolutely this is the thing about the movie uh, people who are being reductive about it are doing it a disservice too um there are people who are talking about it like it's um hmm there are people who are in response to all the conservatives freaking out about it and all the girl bosses not understanding it. Um they, there's a contingent of people who are treating it like it's stupid. Mhm, right, right. And it's not a stupid movie at all. It's it's, yeah, it's, no, it's a movie with something uh, to yeah.
2: say. I'm sorry, continue. Mm-hmm. No no I was just going to like reiterate from everything I've like heard from people who've seen it and everything like uh the limited things I've, I've I've seen That's it's all that's sort of the impression I've received from it.
0: Yeah. There are people who are treating it like a stupid toy movie, right? But it's like this right. isn't this isn't Transformers. Like this isn't
2: that. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's not like a turn your brain off. Yeah. Right.
0: Right. Well, and that's I think part of the problem is that a lot of people went in well, there think- with their brains turned off. Right. <laughs>
2: Well, I think, as you said, like, there's uh, certainly an inability to, like, read subtext, right? So there's people who think that anything presented is, is literally what's being said, uh, like, on the surface. Uh, and that's not always the case. Uh, and, and that can, like, often... Like, when you see this a lot, when you listen to people who have, like, who aren't... Who like read something, but they're not aware of like context behind the source material or anything like that. And they just come across, come away with a completely incorrect interpretation uh, that was not like an, an explicit in, intention of like the writer or whatever.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and here's the thing, too. Like, it's it's presented in such a way that you can get that stuff out of it. Like if you don't if you don't want to read deeply into the movie if you don't want to try and see like what is this movie trying to say because here's the thing if you think Greta Gerwig's putting out a movie that's not trying to say something at least Mm -hmm. on some level you're crazy I mean that's she's an auteur director she's not like a right she's not like a uh, like like she she's not a a gun for hire director making Star Wars movies right
1: right
0: like she's she's really an auteur about shit and so Mm -hmm. if you think there's not a point. To a Greta Gerwig movie, you're probably not not really paying attention Um, Mm -hmm. or you you don't understand what you're watching. You don't know what you're watching um, and who made it. But but even outside of that, it is presented in such a way that you can get the shallowest reading from it if you want to.
2: Oh, sure. Sure.
0: Because the idea of like President Barbie being this great thing and all this stuff is like is presented with a straight face. Mm hmm. But in in the context of the rest of the movie and the way that it treats the sort of you know girl boss for the sake of girl boss shit, the way that mm. the movie treats that is with such am like not ambivalence but like um, it's ironic, it's sarcastic. Mm. And so when when the when the president is doing bullshit in the over in the Oval Office and not doing anything president-y or important. That's part of mm-hmm. that whole tapestry, right? Mm-hmm. Of the, of the kind of the point of the movie. And, and and that carries on throughout. It's a very, it's a, it's a, there's a, there, there are a lot of interesting moments in the movie. I don't want to say anything particular because I will have probably put the time code uh, prior to this point in the discussion. But, um, there are particular moments in the movie that kind of relate to me that, uh, that th- this movie understands dudes in a way mm. like there's a there's a moment and I won't explain it, but or I won't be explicit about it, but there's a moment where there's the idea of trying to keep a girl's attention, but she pulls out her phone
2: <laughs> sure
0: you know what I mean, and this is like a, sure, this sure. is a thing that I've heard a million guys talk about, all the way from just like normal dudes who I've been in personal conversation with all the way to mm-hmm. like Guys who are trying to teach other guys how to run game tell you that your biggest enemy if you 're trying to talk to a woman is her phone.
1: <laughs>
0: like, like this is something every dude knows <laughs> um because that's your competition is that whole world full of validation you can get right there on the on the black screen right on the black mirror that's the, that's the That's your competition if you 're trying to get anyone 's attention really, but it's especially true with dating um And so there's that, that, that sort of concept is used in the movie to great effect. Mm -hmm. And and, and if you've seen these discussions or had these discussions, you immediately recognize it as like, oh, this is, there is some guy knowledge in that. (laughs) You know what I mean?
2: (laughs) Sure. Okay. Yeah.
0: So it's not like a men bad movie. I would say it's a movie that Mm -hmm. understands men pretty well. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I mean it's, it's it's very interesting because it is it is just like that. It is a sledgehammer politics movie. But uh, honestly, you made a point sure. in the last episode. Do you remember you made the point that the whole movie is kind of fourth wall breaky and sort of ironic and 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 yeah. almost deadpoolian sort of in its in its presentation. In a way, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And and that because of that, the sort of level of sledgehammerness might be appropriate, you know, when you're making a movie that's that sort of meta about itself.
2: Right. Yeah. You almost can't do it in a way you can't like fourth wall break without breaking the wall with a sledgehammer. You know, (laughs) know,
0: yeah. And your that was that was an excellent call you made. Because it was absolutely appropriate. Mm. The movie was the movie. Yes, it's a sledgehammer. And I don't think you could have done this movie without that.
2: Yeah, that was always like kind of what I got from. Very like. Self-aware, uh, you know, you like you can read it just straight through without kind of maybe I, I don't know, but maybe like without taking that, like um, without extrapolating more into it. Like you said, you can go in there with your brain turned off. But there is more if you look for it.
0: Yes. And, and it's very I think it's pretty upfront about the more. Again, they, they use the word hmm. complicated like five times. Mm-hmm. when they're talking oh, sure, about sure. this stuff so it's like so th- it's not like this this is not a it's not like hidden the subtext isn't hidden
2: it's not like you know here's my four hour analysis uh writing analysis right. on barbie
0: exactly <laughs> you know,
2: it's, it's,
0: yeah exactly there's if you're if you're if you're going there with the intent of being mad at what you watch mm-hmm. you can find a lot to be mad about and ignore everything else. If you're if you're going there with the intent to to watch a girl boss um you know, uh chick's rock movie, you that's you can get that out of it and ignore everything else. Um and if you go in there being ready to look for subtext and being ready to sort of analyze, it's a much richer experience. <laughs> because there's a lot oh, there sure. for that. <laughs> It's a very good movie and it's very cool. smart. In fact, I think it's smarter than Oppenheimer. Ooh, that's a that's a good one. That's a, that's a good lead in. It's a take. Yeah, it's a take, but I'll stand by it and here's why. Barbie is a movie that has uh a it has something to say. It has not a message because that sounds trite. It has nice a it has an observation it has a it has a commentary yes it's a com perfect commentary it has it it has a commentary that it wants to sort of present to you um if you're willing to pick up on it um that's that's very much in that movie oppenheimer is a is a pretty straightforward narrative it's a biopic it's it's about a a guy's life yeah Right. Yeah. So as far as like the smartness of a movie, I think Barbie's the smarter of the two. Now, as a piece of cinema, Oppenheimer's mm-hmm. a goddamn masterpiece.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, uh, not, to be, I, not to be a fucking. I had no doubt of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not to be a fucking, you know, crackhead, stupid, you know, pretentious movie guy, but cinema, right? Fucking Kino. Mm-hmm. Fucking Oppenheimer is the shit, dude. It's really fucking good. I think, it, it, I think it's probably Christopher Nolan's most avant-garde movie. Mm, okay, yeah. And people will be like, but Memento. I, I, look, Memento's great, but Memento's <laughs> just a very straightforward story in reverse. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's smart when you see it once. It's great when yeah. you see it once. Once you've seen it, the magic's gone. <laughs> Which is fine for a lot of movies, really good movies with twists and things like that mm-hmm. in them. An excellent example of that is The Usual Suspects. The Usual Suspects right. is never going to be as good as when you first watched it. Right, right, yep. This is a movie that has, when I say avant-garde, I mean like yeah. like cuts to weird visuals that are, mm. or hyper-specific, detailed visuals that are part of the narrative but they're being used to impart something else about the narrative.
2: Oh, okay. I I know exactly the type of thing you're talking about now. Okay, yep. yep. And there's a lot of it. Mhm. A lot of it. And and part usually, of the- and I don't I don't want to spoil anything, but I I want to say the, that type of thing is usually, not always, usually implemented in stories when they want to focus on a character's psychological
0: state. Uh, 100 percent in fact i'm glad you said that because this movie has probably the best and most important and impactful to the narrative sex scene in any film
2: (laughs) i heard people memeing about but I'm, I, it's interesting to hear you say that. Well,
0: here's the thing. There's one of them that's just a narrative sex scene. It's, it's these characters uh-huh. meet and they fuck, right? Um, that's sure. that's one of the scenes. And also, okay, here's spoiler territory. I'll put this timestamp down there too. Um, Christopher Nolan felt the need to recontextualize Oppenheimer quoting the Bhagavad Gita as a thing that happened when he fucked this girl. Oh, Interesting which was weird interesting because what happens like they're they're in the middle of fucking she gets bored i guess she hops up goes to the bookshelf pulls the pocket of Bhagavad Gita off the bookshelf opens it up and look, shows it to him she goes what the hell is this and he goes it's sanskrit because you read sanskrit and he goes i'm learning and she goes read what this says and he goes oh in this part Vishnu is is revealing uh, his multi-armed form and she goes no 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 read the thing and he goes i am become death the destroyer of worlds and then they continue mm-hmm. fucking <laughs> it was a very weird recontextualization of that. <laughs> that seemed entirely unnecessary, <laughs> and I doubt it happened in life because it felt so strange. <laughs> <laughs> it's very odd. Uh huh. But like that, so that that scene is the meme scene, right? That's the one people are meaning uh-huh, on yeah, because yeah. it feels really weird. <laughs> <laughs> um. I will say that that's the only scene that feels weird in the whole movie. Like that's the that's the only scene in the whole movie mm. that's just like, why is this happening right now? What? <laughs> um, uh-huh. the the sex scene that I'm describing is one that okay, and, and so we're doing spoilers, I guess. And if if you sure. want me to, stop, it's also a talk. biopic, so yes. you know the
2: spoilers for a biopic are a little bit different. Well, I the, think yeah.
0: this though is this is okay. not about. Okay the the events this is about the way that christopher nolan tells the story visually
2: okay then that is a spoiler yeah for sure
0: yes um during the whole framing device for the film is is when um basically oppenheimer was being grilled for all his connections to communism when he was trying to get his q clearance uh re re re-upped after the manhattan project after the war ended after all that when they were starting work on the h-bomb He's trying to get his security clearance reupt and and the, there there are people who don't want that to happen, and so they are. He's being grilled about his connections to these to all these communists,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so there's a there's a scene where he had he had left. His wife is sitting there throughout this thing. His wife is sitting on the couch behind him. Kitty is sitting on the couch behind him, and he's sitting in a chair at the end of a table, and all these guys are just grilling him at this table, mm-hmm. and. The camera pans as they're asking him about a weekend that he spent with a, a girl who was like a like an on again off again girlfriend after he was married mm-hmm. to his wife. Mm-hmm. A weekend that he spent with her, and they had he had stayed the night. They fucked, mm-hmm. and the camera pans behind the prosecutor who was grilling him, and as Oppenheimer comes back into view on the other side. He's naked in the
2: chair. Oh, that's interesting. That's an interesting uh,
0: framing device. And when the camera cuts as he's trying to answer this question about, about cheating on his wife with her sitting right there, about cheating on his wife publicly, this is going on the record. This is to a prosecutor. This is a very, this is, he's, he's, he's exposed. He's very right. exposed. And they show that by having them just be naked in the chair. Right. And then the, there's a cut. And when it cuts to a different angle, now the girl who he fucked is there riding him, like they're fucking in the chair. Oh. And they're both naked fucking in the chair and she's she's mm. giving like evil eyes to the wife who's sitting there looking at this. Mm. Now, this isn't, of course, of course, this isn't literal, right? But this is all right, it's about impressionistic. Yes, it's all about the psychology of what's happening to right. the, What are they feeling in this moment?
2: Right. You, yeah. You, you, they're using a visual technique to get you to feel it, like to
0: drive home the emotion more, even if it's not literal. It's not meant to be exactly meant
2: to, Yeah.
0: Exactly. So he's sitting there naked in the chair, and then it cuts, and she's fucking him, and the wife the wife is looking at the woman and she's giving her fucking knife eyes, like like angry mm-hmm. eyes, and they're just staring at each other staring each other down all of the emotions that would come to mind in a moment like that are displayed by the sex scene in the chair mm-hmm. and it was, it is probably I, I'm, I was, it's the best sex scene I ever put to film cause it's not even a sex scene <laughs>
2: Right, it's an it's an,
0: it's, a, it's a narrative plot device really. It's yes. a driving force of, yeah. It's a, it's an exploration of a character and how they feel right now. Right. And there's an interesting there's some other interesting visual stuff that happens in that scene in particular that sort of mirrors earlier scenes. So so there's the there's a very consistent visual language through the movie. Um like the pose that he's naked in the chair is the same pose that he was naked in a chair on that weekend that he spent with that woman right mm. so so it's like he's sitting the same way so the 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 just the god it's it's a, it's a beautiful movie dude <laughs> it's gorgeous and as soon as that camera pans behind that prosecutor and he's sitting there in that chair naked it's just like oh fuck like you really <laughs> feel it like you know how uh-huh. exposed he feels in this moment and sure. it shows you that his wife is right there Mm-hmm. And then it cuts back and she's and the wife is staring daggers at the woman and the woman's staring daggers uh-huh. at the wife and and they they're th- that all of those emotions are just perfectly depicted. It's hard to depict emotions. Right. Right. But they're all right there. It's just it. Well, oh, that's cool. Beautiful, yeah. dude. And then, then there were people on the Internet who were just like, oh, so the movies a porno. Well, no, there's a couple of tits in it, bro. Chill out like it's right. not yeah it's not fucking porno jesus yeah <laughs> yeah it's got it's got some boobs uh there used to be boobs in movies all the time if you if you take from that scene to be just like gratuitous
2: or just like that type of like, oh so it's obviously yeah why is here then maybe you're just coming at this from the wrong place oh, like you're it's, it's not you who understanding
0: what's happening here
2: yeah yeah it's more of a cell phone on your part if that's what you took from it uh, rather oh, yes. than oh yeah there is actually a narrative play here
0: because the base the base sort of expectation for a non-gratuitous sex scene is that it's a sex scene that that pushes the narrative forward right right it's a it's a right. sex scene that's necessary for the narrative right um the 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 other sex scene the regular sex scene in the movie is that it's it's a sex scene that's good for the narrative that it's there um, the, except for the weird recontextualization of the Bhagavad Gita, but the, the, the other, the other sex scene in the movie is not even a sex scene at all. It's a sex scene in a literal sense, mm-hmm. but it's not a sex scene. It's a, it is a, it is a way to visually depict the emotion of these characters. And it, it did so beautifully.
2: That's cool. I like. I like when uh, directors use uh, like impressionist storytelling. Things that aren't that don't literally happen, but give you a key insight into like some either like emotional or psychological uh, like window into someone.
0: Yes, and there was a lot of that in this movie. That's that's one of the that's one mm-hmm. of those things about some of those avant-garde cutaways and stuff that are in the film. Is you have to take a story that ultimately took place over the course of like fifty years. Right. And you have to condense it down to a three-hour runtime. Yeah. How do you tell a story that takes place over 50 years in three hours? Well, you have to employ right. some tricks. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, and, and it, Chris Nolan does that beautifully. Beautifully. I had one complaint. One complaint about the movie. Mm-hmm. One complaint only. And I'm not going to say that because... I'm not going to say it because I'm afraid people will notice it if I point it out.
2: Oh, okay, okay.
0: Um, but but people may not know because Lady Jane didn't notice it. Uh, mm, okay. But it's a, it's a visual complaint, and and it's it's not it's not it's not that that anything's bad. It's that it's not. I think a couple of little things should have been done differently. Um. Okay. I'm not fucking Christopher Nolan. I don't know shit about ass about making movies. But I do know that there were a couple of things that looked a little off that could have looked better if they weren't done practically oh okay so so there's there's th- that is that is my only complaint about the movie mm okay and I won't say what in particular because i think i think I think people won't notice I think a lot of people won't notice mm-hmm. But but that is uh, yeah. But uh, out of a movie okay. like that, for my only complaint to yep. be eh, going practical here might have been a mistake. That's not a complaint, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> but they did. It, it's it's an incredible, incredible movie. It's it tells the story in a really cool, succinct way. Um, there's a little bit of conspiracy theory in there for those of you who mm-hmm. uh, for those of you who are interested in that. There's a, oh, it's so subtle too. There's like a little flash, but it's a, it's a, it's, it, there's a whole conspiracy theory that Christopher Nolan basically winks at in this movie. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yes. More than winks at, really. Sort of endorses. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really, really, really good. Um, but I, we were talking after, you know, there's a lot of people. Oppenheimer, as I understand, it was never really an ideological communist. Does that make sense? He right. hung around with a lot of people who were. Yeah. Right, and he may have even been like sympathetic to it a sure. little bit, but well, it he was. Necessarily yeah, make it. yeah, he was. Yeah, right. absolutely. Well, he uh, sent he sent um, he sent money to the uh, the uh, to the communists during the Spanish Civil War. Yeah. Like he he legitimately he 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 was sympathetic to at least that cause in particular. Yeah. Um but <sighs> this is something that Lady Jane and I were talking about. I see that in kind of the same way that I see it with like Sartre and and de Beauvoir, which is like if you're a radical thinker at this time in history, <laughs> especially an academic radical, Mm-hmm. you're probably also a communist like these are things that just kind of went yeah. together at the time right well it's also a thing like
2: if you're yeah exactly i think that's a great way to put it because it's like as you said if you're the type of thinker who's not going to be like a stand in in like the standard box like politically uh really the only other big ideological movement at the time had a lot of steam was communism right uh, so it makes sense that people even if the and now look i'm not trying to defend uh, people who like were sympathetic to communists i'm just trying to explain that look uh if, if you're like outside of like the you know the the little paradigm of just being like boxed into like a conventional political ideology uh then you're probably going to at least hang around people who are yes communists.
0: absolutely um, well to, to your point if you have a problem with conventional thinking like, if, yes. if conventional thinking grates against you, you're going to hang out with communists at that time. That's just what it yeah. is. Yeah. I, I, and, and to me, so that, I don't really see that as the indictment that a lot of people see it as. Yeah, no. People see it as like, well, his wife was a commie, uh, and then his girlfriend was a commie, and, and and he hung out with commies, and his brother was a commie, and the brother's wife, was, yeah. they, they were all commies. And it's just like, everybody was a fucking commie.
2: What are you talking about? It's it's not that he pretty much uh built the nuke. It was that he was friendly with communists.
0: Yes, that's their complaint and this is part of it too. It's just like it's almost like if you complained that everybody in a western democracy was a fascist in the 1920s and 30s. They were. Right. There's a reason that Roosevelt got elected. Everybody was a fucking fascist. <laughs> Roosevelt was a fucking yeah. fascist. Yeah. I mean, there was a real hunger for fascism in Western democracies at the time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing that a lot of people don't know. See, fascism was real popular. Hitler got into the hitler i kind of that's it for everyone
0: world war ii <laughs> killed fascism in the same way that the soviet uh that the soviet union killed yeah. communism as far as being yes. an accepted ideology
2: yeah yeah a lot of people loved mussolini at first yes you know? the, the
0: just... trains ran on time and that's all yeah. anybody wanted yeah hitler wrote letters of praise about roosevelt's land use yeah. uh executive orders and legislation that he yeah. signed. Like, the the New Deal was a fascist policy. Yeah. The, all yes. these people were fascists!
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was very popular. It was incredibly popular until this guy named Hitler came along. He kind of ruined for everyone. Yeah, ruined it for everybody. <laughs> I had They had a nice thing going until this ass yeah. just ruined it. Here's
0: the yeah. thing. There's probably a little bit of truth to that. Because there really yeah, was, no. I mean... Just like that, Roosevelt was. I I think, and it's it's controversial, but it shouldn't be. Roosevelt was part of that Western democracy fascism that was occurring during the 1930s. It was the same was or 19 late 1920s and the 1930s. The same was true, like with Mussolini, and there were smaller movements like that in other European hmm. countries. That's why the Spanish Civil War even happened. Hmm. So, so this idea that like. It's it's not con- it shouldn't be controversial to say that Western democr- that in Western democracies fascism was incredibly popular in the 1920s and 30s and and the same is true of communism into the mm-hmm. 1940s and 50s. Mm-hmm. It was just popular right. with a certain set. Yeah, that's not to say that any of the ideas are good, but let's be realistic here about about this right. stuff. There's like. This idea that oh we hung out with commies, it's, look, that, I disagree. There's a lot of other things you can criticize yeah. Oppenheimer for. There's a lot of other stuff that you can complain about with the guy. <laughs> other than he hung out with, he boned a commie once. Okay, yeah. I don't care.
2: Like yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I just-
0: Especially at the time, you can't pull people out of their time and place. Right. Like, this is, the, this is part of the problem that people have with American history, trying to pull people like Thomas Jefferson out of their time and place and talk about how much right. of a piece of shit he was for owning slaves and all of their stuff, which, while that may be the case, right, you can't then also ignore that Thomas Jefferson knew slavery was coming to an end and wanted it to.
2: It's, it's one of these things where it's like, I think there's a distinction to be made where it's like, you can't pull people out of time and place in terms of like, wow, I'm shocked he would, this person would do this. I think they're still can be morally blamed for it, though. You know what I mean? Like, I think you still like blame someone for, I agree, even if those cold. Yeah, but but to act like shocked as if, oh, my God, how could this person, you know, believe this or something like that? It's like, well, that's it's obvious because obviously in that time and place. Uh, in that culture, uh, that was what the most majority of people believed. And obviously, you know, um, most people uh, gain their beliefs through this coherent type of system where it's like their beliefs are formed of, through other people's beliefs, so you kind of have this spider web type chain. Yes. Uh, chain reaction.
0: Yes, exactly. I, I'm... <sighs> i've been i'm I'm of the mind that you're you're absolutely correct. you can pass moral judgment on the flaws of of people in the past. you absolutely can because a moral failing remains a moral failing um, but at the same time we can't act like it says something it doesn't right, right. so so oh, right there's this just like with that just like with um yeah, you know, there there were people who, for example, there were people who fought for the who fought on the German side in World War II who weren't ideological Nazis.
2: Yes, hundred oh, percent, right? yeah.
0: Like there oh, were there 100%. were those people absolutely existed, and yeah, they cavorted with Nazis. Everyone around them was a Nazi, but they they, they didn't necessarily yeah. have to be ideological Nazis themselves, right? To be in a well, German uniform like, in know, World War
2: II. Yeah, and it's also just like people you know fought in um on the side of the South in the Civil War who were not slave owners. You know who did have ideological commitments, or maybe not sub-ideological commitments uh, that were completely distinct from, like, uh, like the southern, you know, uh, embracement of slavery. Right. Well, this is why completely different.
0: This is the thing about Robert E. Lee, right? Everybody, everybody wants to pillory him as a traitor and all this other shit, and that's fine, but like. This was also a time where people identified with their state in a real big way, and his state called on him. He was in the United mm-hmm. States military, right? And and his state called on him and said, "Fight for your state." And he said, "Okay, I will." I mean, that's not right. that it's it's not it doesn't say what people think it says, right? It's just it's a right. different yeah. place to put your priorities.
2: I, yeah, I've had yeah, I've had a lot of like debates about this with people who think that, like that uh you know like sherman's march for example which is like the an, an horrible like terrorist attack oh, on yes. people who did who were not most people who were not slave owners <laughs> um, uh and, and you know I, i've i've had this discussion with people where it's like look there were people who fought on the southern side of the civil war cuz that's how we contextualize things right we say that well you're either on the side or i'm going to i'm kinda hold on yeah please. hang on you are you are Sorry about that. that it wasn't too
0: bad, but it was going to get bad.
2: Okay, yeah, I could see it getting bad. All right. Um. So basically, yeah, people contextualize it as like, well, you're fighting on the, you're fighting for the Union or you're fighting for the Confederacy. It's like, you know, you could draw that distinction, but that distinction, you know, it's like that's a model you can use, but it doesn't mean it's correct, right? Like, there's there's some people were fighting just because, hey, there's an invading force coming. I don't want my home to be burned to the ground. Yeah. That- have never owned slaves at all. Or, oh yeah. Some and,
0: random ass Virginian who has no interest in yeah. the slave trade at all. He can't, he doesn't have the money to right. own a slave, but he's still fighting yeah. for Virginia. Why? Because yeah. you're in his fucking state burning down his town. Yeah
2: yeah like if someone for example like if, right if if the United States attacked China right aggressively like just initiated an attack, I would be opposed to that obviously um that doesn't mean I would be opposed to uh, the United States citizens violently responding back if China sent their army here to invade the mainland. You know what I mean yes. <laughs> like both those things can be true. that doesn't mean you're siding, you're fighting on the side of the United States and people make all these types of like association games. Um, all the time with people trying to like associate blame with people. Uh, and it's just like, it's, it's dumb.
0: Yes. I, I 100% agree. It's, and, and I'm not making, I want to be very clear. I'm not making a defense of communism or a defense oh, yeah, of Oppenheimer's yeah. of man. Um, right. Right. What I'm saying is that it's a very, uh, it's a, it's a vapid take to pull somebody out of their time and place and then play the association game with them. Right. Just I like you said with are, the association. game,
2: It's just that I have. Yeah, I have friends who are very liberal. That doesn't mean I'm a liberal in a in a modern sense. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, yeah, it's,
0: it's just like, yeah, it's the faulty reasoning uh, people are using is the problem. Yes, absolutely. And, yeah. and it's and that's that's what bugs me about it. It's just not it's just not an informed take. No. <laughs> and it's a take that actively avoids information. To right. to say, I mean, look, you can play the, you can, you can say, I mean, it's kind of like people do with Emma Goldman, right? Where it's like, Emma Goldman was a commie and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, until she went to Russia. Yeah. And it's also
2: like if you're watching a biopic of someone and you find something you disagree, you don't like about the person, you should not have like watched the biopic in the first place because you're going yeah, f- to watching a biopic. <laughs> yeah, that matter. You're not. Why, why are you watching in the first place? You're If you're watching a biopic, you're going to find something you disagree with someone about or the, the you know, the, the, the character, the chief character. Right. Uh,
0: right just sit there just watch a biopic what expecting to agree with everything this this depiction right. of this human person right this is supposed to be a depiction of a human being who existed yeah and, and there's different levels you're not of biopic, even supposed but,
2: to like him the biopic yeah. is
0: not you're not even necessarily supposed to like him it's just saying hey
2: here's an interesting guy in history
0: oh dude the movie makes no bones about the fact that oppenheimer's an asshole <laughs> Yeah, right. i mean he's a real asshole in a lot yeah. of ways in this yeah. movie and so, for people to watch it and then and then expect to be like, "Oh, I'm supposed to like him." Well, no, you're not. He's a complicated man. Yeah. And an asshole. <laughs> right. And those two things coexist in this guy. Yeah. And it's it's a it's a, it, it, and I, I don't know about some of the particulars in the film either. I mean, this is one of the things that there's some like in, there's some particular moments. That that I feel like probably didn't happen, but were sure. used as part of the visual language to sort of shorthand a psychological mm-hmm. thing.
2: Yes, yeah.
0: That um, I would basically I would need to go basically read his biography and 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 to see if any of those events in particular are true. Um, sure. and yeah. honestly, it uh, I would think that. I would think that they actually pulled from from the record in order to get some of the stuff for the the framing device of the movie. Hmm. So that could be interesting to go back and read. Well, I I wouldn't want to go back and read the whole thing. It was multiple days of testimony, but... But just kind of to see if there's if there's some connections there that are kind of interesting, or maybe he talks about some of those facts, some of those individual you know mm-hmm. uh, individual moments happening that that could go either way, mean not knowing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the movie was the movie was incredible. It looked incredible. It it was it, the uh, it sounds pretentious to talk about the visual language of cinema, right? Nah, yeah, I think it's fine. I think it sounds pretentious. <laughs> I should say that. <laughs> um but this this has it. <laughs> like Christopher Nolan fucking gets it, dude.
2: Oh yeah. I I I I've never I like all of Nolan's films just like have always been like oh that's visually appealing.
0: Yeah, even if the movie itself was kind of like the narrative itself yeah. was like I thought this about Tenet. I like Tenet. Mm-hmm. I I thought I liked the performances in Tenet. I liked mm-hmm. the set pieces in Tenet. I thought Tenet was beautiful. It was a it's a gorgeous movie with really good performances. I'm a Robert Pattinson fan and I I mm-hmm. liked being able to watch him act cuz he's always fun to watch act. Um and and I liked a lot about Tenet. I thought the narrative was weak.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But at the very least it was visually stunning and it will be with Nolan. Mm-hmm. Um and there were people who had that complaint about like the Dark Knight. I, I, now I think the Dark Knight mm-hmm. is is or not the Dark Knight. I'm sorry. Um, the 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 Dark Knight Rises.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: People had that. People complained about the Dark Knight Rises saying it wasn't a Batman movie and it was all those stuff. I think the Dark Knight Rises is actually a very very good Batman movie. Um, yeah. If you th- if you care about Gotham City being a character in Batman. Um, right. The Dark Knight Rises is one of the best Batman movies, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but in, in any case, I can see why people thought that though because it, mm-hmm. it really wasn't about Batman, you know, in particular. Right. I, it was more, it was about like yeah. I don't know what that was you, you were saying about The Dark Knight Rises.
2: Oh, I was just saying, like, I think, you know, it was more of a story about, like, uh, you know, the mythos of Batman. And I think people were more upset that it wasn't about, you know, it, there was not much Batman in it compared to, like, you know, his, the previous films.
0: Right. Right. It, and it wasn't as singularly focused on, you know, right. Batman, like, like the Dark Knight was about Batman and Joker. That's what the movie was about. Right. Yeah. And that was sort of the singular focus of the film was that relationship. Um, yeah. And the Dark Knight Rises was more about Batman's relationship with Gotham right and as such gotham took up a lot of time in that movie <laughs> yeah yeah and i think people responded poorly to that which is understandable you're looking for something else i liked it because i like yep. that you know what i mean i yep. like the story sure. i like batman stories that are about gotham um sure yeah but but i i don't expect everyone to care about that you know
2: Yeah, and and Tom Hardy gave one of the best memeable performances uh,
0: ever. Yes, (laughs) so many memes. Yes, everybody has an impression of Bane, and they're all good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was interesting too. You know, there was a. Do you remember in Tenet when, um, when they go to the staging area for the the time fight, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and. They're wearing these masks, and they're yelling at each other, and there's this industrial machinery, and you can't really hear the conversation. You can hear, like, an oh, fifth yes. word.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That People was, really
2: criticized Nolan for that. They, really-
0: they did, and I thought it was brilliant. I loved it. <laughs> because that kind of like that kind of thing where it's like you can only hear every fifth word or so and you can follow the conversation mm-hmm. but barely like that whole thing i think part of the reason people complain about that was because they watched it at home on their shitty tv speakers
2: oh sure yeah i
0: think that's part of the reason people complained about that because in the theater you could understand like every fourth or fifth word mhm um but in any case so I love that. I thought that was fun and cool. Like, that was a, that was a, that was this audio as it would be.
2: Yeah, it all seems like people think it was unintentional, uh, that he just made a
0: mistake or something. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. No, that was fully intentional. And and here's the thing, you know it's fully intentional, because he tried to do it with Bane
2: right yeah exactly that yeah
0: and that was on purpose too but i think he yes. sort of got the message that like well doing this as a for a primary character in your um in your multi-million dollar uh pole popcorn superhero flick mm-hmm. is probably not the best place for it right maybe you do it in a slightly artsier film like tenet
2: <laughs> yeah
0: which was great. I thought it was wonderful. And there's some interesting, I say that to say there's he's he's having fun with audio. He's really playing with audio and there's oh, yeah. some really interesting audio moments in Oppenheimer. The sound editing mm-hmm. on the on the movie is oh, just the sound the sound design in all of his films are phenomenal. Oh yes. Absolutely. Um it's so interesting too. There's not the the film isn't like I don't want to say it's tradition it's not traditionally scored because a good score sort of just melts in and you don't really notice it. So mm-hmm. there might be, you know, a lot of traditional score in the movie that I just that just didn't stick out to me, but there are musical moments in the movie that are not traditional scoring that are using like the sounds of stomping feet to create a rhythm that creates a oh, musical right. sort of moment that is a score of sorts. Um but there's a lot of stuff like that where mu- the music is very discordant in the movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um which right. makes sense. Uh it's kind of what yes. you would want. But it's it's just it's just a brilliant 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 movie. It is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um And they're very different films. Barbie and Oppenheimer. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I would I would hope so. You don't get you don't get a moment in in Barbie where you can where there's like a visual representation of how exposed and embarrassed a man feels about his infidelity, <laughs> like <laughs> um, th- that that doesn't really happen in the Barbie film. <laughs> and Barbie
2: doesn't like say, "I am become death, the destroyer of worlds." Well, no, just I'm just not. <laughs> not
0: even once, which was wow. a little sad. Um. <laughs> But yeah, man. Maybe in the sequel. Were, yeah, maybe in the sequel. <laughs> that's what. That's what. That's what the subplot with Ken should have been. Is he builds a he builds a nuclear device in order to impress Barbie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After reading about Oppenheimer in the public library. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was they're they're both good movies. And and people who are complaining about them cool. are just hooked on complaining, I think.
2: Yeah. Rage baiting. They're just like that's all that's all this like X is now, I guess. They're I'm not even gonna call it the name, yeah. That's all Twitter ever has been. Like just rage baiting. Yeah. That's all that's all it is.
0: Yeah, I saw there was a there was a review that somebody put up of Oppenheimer and they called it Confused. They said it was a confused <laughs> film. And, and I was like, I, watching it, I was like, okay, why would a reviewer say it's confused? And so I'm watching it, and the only reason I can think of is because the story is told non-linearly, and the, there are those moments of, like, avant-garde filmmaking where there's particular imagery that's designed to convey an emotion as opposed to, like, be um, literal narrative Yeah, whenever, I don't know,
2: I am always like, skeptical of, like, like, reviewers who call something confused. Like, sometimes they're right, and things are just, like, extremely disjointed in, like, an extremely non-cohesive way. Yes. sometimes I feel like they're just saying that because they don't understand what's happening on the screen.
0: Yes! (laughs) It felt that way with Oppenheimer, at least.
2: It's like when I look at video game reviewers, and they talk about something being too hard, and they're talking about Dark Souls or something, and it's like, please
0: stop. You are just yeah, This not not for you. You don't understand it. Leave. Yeah, exactly. You, you don't. It's not. Well, it's not for you is the perfect sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, <laughs> that is. A, that is the that is the right response, especially with a movie like Oppenheimer, where it's like this isn't look when you can make the argument when Christopher Nolan's making a Batman movie that he's trying to hit all four mm-hmm. quadrants. And it is for you definitionally because you're a living human being. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you can, like, yeah. you can make that argument. Very can, accessible. Yeah. Yes, you can make that argument with Barbie, theoretically. Even though I think probably mm-hmm. not once you watch it. Um, I, I don't. I don't think Barbie cares about hitting all four quadrants. Mm-hmm. Even though I think it did, <laughs> in a weird way. <laughs> um, but Oppenheimer certainly doesn't. The like Oppen- right. Oppenheimer's not here to hit all four quadrants. It's it's in the same way that like. Uh, the you know the movie the the Clint Eastwood film Gran Torino, great oh, yeah. movie, yeah, great yep. movie for retirees. Um, I love the movie. I think it's wonderful, but that doesn't mm-hmm. negate the fact that many people under the age of fifty think it's boring and shit. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But they weren't interested in hitting all four quadrants. They wanted Clint Eastwood fans who wanted an emotional story about a guy who learns that being racist is bad.
2: Um, Yeah. (laughs) That's what they wanted. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes a thing is just not for you. And that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. That's fine. It's it's all good. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's it's. (laughs) <laughs> I, I I just I, there's so many people who will watch a piece of media they don't like and then they'll write like a dissertation saying this is the fall of a western civilization uh, and oh, yeah. it's just you know what I mean like this is how America died
0: Barbie. I didn't even mention you know who's weirdly good in Barbie hmm Kate McKinnon oh very cool she's weirdly good in the movie <laughs> I'm sitting here like if you got better material from the like the Ghostbusters writing team and if you got better Uh, material from the people on SNL your last couple of years few years on that show wouldn't have been the bomb they were.
2: Oh yeah, I think I I think she's good in uh, uh some stuff I I have seen her in, but I it's just like she's had some like really bad stuff
0: to do that I think like kind of paints people uh the wrong way. Yes, I I absolutely agree, but she was actually very entertaining in the movie. And her her uh <laughs> the I was I was talking with Lady Jane about it and she said uh well, you know she like <clears throat> dated Barry Weiss. And like they <laughs> like she went to her book party like recently. Like she's not a dummy. She's not a dumb person, right? And I was like, "Hmm, you know that tracks actually," mm-hmm. because she did. She 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 came off great in the movie. Really, really, really yeah. good. That's good. That's cool. She's still playing like a weird, quirky character, but it was weirdly, sure. it was honestly kind of toned down from like what Ghostbusters mm-hmm. was. And there's an emotional core to her character that sort of carries it and, and makes it more believable than just Kate McKinnon being a weirdo. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it was, there was, it was, it was really, <laughs> I liked it. I liked the movie. I, I liked it. I liked Oppenheimer. I thought they were great.
2: That's awesome, yeah. I'm glad that you did the double feature, though. I'm glad you guys committed to that.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I, I recommend people do that. If you can sit through two movies, um, Mm -hmm. one of them being Oppenheimer, it's very long. Um, But I I, I recommend people do that, and I recommend seeing Barbie first because uh, uh, that that seems like the move. It would have been a weird tone shift to go from Oppenheimer to Barbie. I'm sorry, what were you saying? Right.
2: No, I was just gonna like piggyback off what you said. It seems like yeah. Well, it, you know, it might at first make intuitive sense that oh yeah, you want to end on dessert. But like if if a movie is asking you to think about the movie afterwards a lot, which I'm not saying you know Barbie isn't, but with Oppenheimer, you know, you're it seems like the movie wants you to like to really think.
0: It's after. heavier. Uh, it's definitely so, heavier. Yeah. It's it is it is it is heavier. I don't it's, know. If- it's also. I'm go sorry. Go, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if Barbie is the dessert of the two movies. Okay. Oh, interesting. That's a. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, flip it and reverse it. Um, I think okay, Oppenheimer. Yeah, you it, so yeah. I think Oppenheimer is the dessert of the two movies. Except it's not. Ooh, okay. It's not a. Um, it's not an ice cream sundae. It's not a bomb pop. It is a very rich dark chocolate cheesecake that you have to eat with an espresso.
2: I see. Okay, I get you now. I was more using uh, dessert in the way of more like uplifting oh yes light
0: sweet sort of palate cleansing that kind of thing but the way you
2: described it it was something that's very rich and like textured and something you don't eat very quickly right yes ice cream you gobble up okay i i see how that
0: i see that now yeah Yeah. i think oppenheimer's the dessert of the two okay all right yeah Yeah, i can see that (laughs) i'll spin it that way (laughs)
2: yeah it's also it's also right like I, I like the memes around this. The, the two movies releasing on the same day too. They've been oh, hilarious.
0: wonderful. Months. The 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 one that made me laugh the most, and you mentioned it on a previous episode. I think the one that made me laugh the most was when uh, they they built that Barbie Dream Home in, uh Barbie Dream House in in L A. Uh, yeah. And somebody said, uh, "What was it?" They said uh, about Oppenheimer. The Oppenheimer marketing?
2: marketing team has the chance to do the funniest thing imaginable. Uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the thing too oh oh another people thing people complained about with oppenheimer oh it doesn't focus <laughs> on the victims of hiroshima and nagasaki enough that's a, well, a biopic here's the thing though too there's a whole yeah. uh, it, with it being a biopic and being framed as this is about oppenheimer right that th- mm-hmm. it's that matters to the movie right yeah well, it i don't has know why people effect. are pretending right. like that didn't matter like you walk out of that movie right. thinking yeah but the movie didn't care about the victims of the are you fucking kidding me there are multiple scenes where this comes up
2: <laughs> right like, like what what oppenheimer's whole i am become death destroyer of worlds right this
0: uh that means something to him uh yes absolutely and there's a, there is a, <laughs> oh, I'm not, I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to say it. Cause it really, really, okay. it is a treat just to see it. But, um, the, the, there, there are so many moments in that movie that are just really great little moments, especially when you talk about the things that we talk about. There's, there's a moment where, um, whether or not it was even justified comes up.
2: <laughs> oh, that's, that's, cool. it's, it's I, I like that it's at least mentioned. Yes. I like that that is least mentioned. That's good.
0: Yes, but it's it's just for a moment, but it does come up. And the Truman scene is in it as well, which I know people already know. Oh, Okay, yes, yeah,
1: that's...
0: But not the fun one. The boring oh, one okay. where he calls him a crybaby, and I think we might have mentioned this on the last episode, the boring one where he calls him a crybaby is what's in the movie. Not the one where he calls oh, him okay. a fucking cretin, which I think is the better version of the story.
1: Um...
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh. Yeah, I I've really enjoyed like the memes, the build up to this. Uh, the last time this happened actually, uh like two like completely like, you know, uh, uh opposing like genres of something like released on the same day was when Doom Eternal released on the same day Animal Crossing. Yes. Uh, <laughs>
0: And you oh, had those man. like the
2: Doom guy and Isabel. Doom guy and yes. Isabel.
0: Still, yeah. <laughs> still, name a better crossover, dude. Like that is yeah. <laughs> some of the stuff that came out of that is that. What's the oh, video? Dude. There's a video of yes. um. It's set to there's the Animal Crossing theme and like Isabel singing along with it, and then Rip uh-huh. and Tear starts. Yes, and yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good, dude. Yeah, I yeah. might have to link to it. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's all I had to say about those films. I recommend people go see them. They're both good. Um if you if you walk into Barbie looking to get mad, you're just going to get mad. If you walk into Barbie looking for, you know, verification of your shallow girl boss, you know, uh sort of uh, personality, you'll find that in it. But both of those people are missing some very crucial subtext. <laughs>
2: I also just I don't know I don't approach movies uh, looking for my like views to be validated right right you know what I mean. <laughs> Like like if I like for example anyone who is like somewhat familiar with me knows I I the Hiroshima and Nagasaki bombings are a big deal to me. Yes. Um, I'm not going to get mad because it doesn't focus on that. That Oppenheimer doesn't focus on that. You yes. know what I mean? Like that's not a primary thing. That's fine. I I don't need to have my views reflected
0: back and validated. Yes, exactly. But I think that's what a lot of people want. I think that's part of the reason Yeah that a lot of media is so shallow these days anyways because people want... I mean, is, look, at the, look at the Marvel movies, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. I, look, I, I you'd have been hard-pressed to find a bigger fan of the Marvel stuff all the way up through the end of, like, Phase 4. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, I loved that shit. Loved it. Yeah, and I'll, yeah, and I think you know uh,
2: people brag on it, but I, I don't think there's anything wrong with people just ha- going to movies, just turning your brain off, and having a good time.
0: No, That's I don't think there's anything fine. wrong with that either. Um, yeah, but but what but I'm but what I'm saying too is yeah. like it's they're toothless. They feel toothless now. They, it feels
2: in, to me, it feels insincere at a certain point. Yes, Do you know what I mean. Uh,
0: yes, they feel like it's it's less. It's more than formulaic. It's that yeah it they are almost like yeah it's almost that
2: and it's almost it's hard to I don't know I need to think about this more and formulate my words properly maybe but it almost feels like the writers are like while writing they are conscious of the audience yes and I think that pulls me out of it yeah
0: well because everything they're saying is like they're saying things to the audience they're not saying anything that's Um, Right. They're they're not trying to make any larger point. They're just like, hey, how's the audience going to react to this line?
2: Right. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, like one of the the most foundational parts of, like, stage plays, right? Like the the thing that preceded cinema was that you ignore the audience (laughs) entirely. (laughs) Right. Uh, They are not there. They do not exist. The audience does not exist. You should not treat them with any regard (laughs) in the sense that because they should not be there at all. Yes, you don't Uh, interact with them. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, but every but every every time there's a Marvel like like uh, I I talked about it with the Spider-Man. I've talked about it before when when Batman came out the uh, Robert Pattinson Batman movie
1: mm-hmm.
0: when that came out, I I gushed about how seriously it took itself. Um, even mm-hmm. though it's it, it's it's very honest with itself about it's a comic movie. It's about comic book shit. It's ridiculous. There's some lines in it that are that are. Like, a little stilted and weird, but it's, 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 it's taking itself very seriously. It's a, it's a it right. really cares about what it is and it's a batman movie about batman this is ridiculous yeah. and they took it seriously um right that's the thing i am going to you can take a ridiculous
2: concept like if you like if if you heard someone did not know about batman and you were just explaining the superficial uh descriptions of batman right to someone they may think that sounds really ridiculous in their head but when you sit down and you watch it uh, and it's taking itself super seriously or not i don't mean super seriously in like an edge lord sense or anything like that but you right. know just it's sincere it is presenting yes. itself in a sincerity
0: manner. earnestness there there's a level of yes. earnestness to it that that is just missing in the movies yeah. like the, the 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 there's the the moment in that Spider-Man movie, I can't remember which one. They all have "Home" in the title. Um, mm-hmm. The 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 where Doctor Octopus shows up, and it's the Ralph Molina Doctor Octopus. This is this is people love this character. Yeah. Um, he shows up and he says his name is Otto Octavius, and they start laughing. And I and right. it's like it's just because the writers know that the audience is going to find that name funny. Yes. There's yeah. there's nothing in universe that it, makes this funny. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yes.
2: And it's it's one of those things right where it's like uh, in within the in within a universe that in like a sort of sort of like source material or whatever. Ah, uh, for example, the Batman: The Animated Series, one of the most beloved animated series of all time. Oh yes, uh, you could say yeah. No, this is appropriate for kids. That's fine. Uh, but it took itself so it took itself serious enough to the point where it's like, yeah, adults can watch this, and it's the, some of the best Batman content you will yes. ever consume. It, well, is, team... it, it is character defining. It's yes, like, uh, 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 and, and, and everything after it references it. Yeah. Yes, everything after it references it yes Harley it absolutely Quinn, does uh came from the animated series uh
0: you know just things well, like even that. the moments but, even even the things about Batman's psychology that are referenced like like the uh yes. there's the the episode i think it's the first scarecrow episode where he um where yes. he's been he's been gassed with the scarecrow's fear gas and his greatest fear is disappointing his father okay this is a children's show Yes. And Batman's greatest fear is disappointing his father. And they wrote it believably and earnestly and sincerely. And they have it yes. so much so that his line as he's, as he's going to the, the, the climaxing conflict of the thing, he's, he's crawling up a rope. He's still been gassed and he's fighting off the psychological effects of this gas by saying he is not a disgrace to his father.
2: Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, they,
0: <laughs> and it's because seriousness, earnestness,
2: right? Exactly, and so many uh, like uh, kids love Batman because of that show, and I think because it was so sincere, right? Because he didn't treat it like some like joke or anything like that. You know what I mean? Yes, uh, and it's
0: not like, that they treated the kids as adults; it's that they treated the kids as thinking beings, beings, yes. beings right. who can understand stuff.
2: Yes, yeah. And the whole like you know, uh, with, with a lot of like things like a lot of like superhero media now, it seems like they are so afraid of sincerity that they have to throw in a joke to break it uh, somewhere along the line. Uh, and again, jokes are fine, but when you do it whenever there is a there's almost a sincere moment, you're yes. just afraid of like wearing it on your sleeve, afraid I of can, being you earnest. Know what I
0: mean? And then yes. and then trying to be earnest when it's unearned. Cause it's like, right, there, are, yo, there yes. are moments where the, the Marvel movies now try to tug on your heartstrings and it's like, you didn't earn this though. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't care about this. I mean, that's, and I don't know when they departed because if you watch the first Iron Man movie to this day, mm-hmm. that's still almost a perfect movie. Like, like yes. from a, from a plotting perspective, from yeah. like a filmmaking perspective, from the perspective of like a narrative that is, that is almost a perfect movie. Yeah. Um, yep. I, I but it, there's a there is a level of sincerity to Tony Stark in that film that carries the whole film. You recognize him as being an asshole, a bit of an alcoholic, but also sincerely having a desire to do good, but just being just naturally being kind of a dick. Yeah, and that conflict that occurs as a result. I think
2: uh, for, so. I think also you know, and it gets memed on. But the first Captain America movie is extremely sincere. Oh yes, it's like it's it's v- like and, and uh, you know it, it's goofy, but it's still sincere. You know what I mean? Uh, yes, uh, it
0: absolutely is.
2: Yeah, I, I think so. My theory about this, I think this all changed. In so it wasn't so the first Avengers movie. I don't think is bad, but I think this was no. the start. I think Joss Whedon, his writing yes. and the popularity of the Avengers made the right the Marvel Studio take the wrong message from the popularity of the Avengers. I think they thought that you know the Joss Whedon, you know, uh Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I, I think that writing style, I think they took that and tried to copy it in everything. Yes uh,
0: that is I think that is where the downfall started. And they didn't learn when people didn't like Age of Ultron. Right. When people didn't like Age of Ultron, they 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 took the wrong lesson from that, too. Because I yeah. think their lesson yeah. they took from Age of Ultron was that it was too serious. I think they thought, I think Marvel Studios if you're I, I think you're correct. And I think that adding on to that, I think Marvel thought Age of Ultron was too serious. Yeah. And that's why it failed. Or it right. didn't really fail, it made shitloads of money, but it it wasn't as well-received. Right, yeah. And I think people, I I, I I think you're correct. I think they just learned the wrong lesson twice. Because that whole,
2: the whole, like, you know, oh, there's a serious moment, let's immediately tell a joke, that is Joss Whedon writing. Yes!
0: 100%. There's like a, a heartfelt moment where a character's hugging, and then one of them says, like, I, I don't know, something, you know, something stupid. Like why, why is your yeah. I don't know is why is there an arrow in your pocket something like that you know what I mean like, like just a right something dumb to break up the moment of sincerity right right and look sometimes these types of jokes can work but
2: when you ex- when you get to a point where you expect it to happen every time there's a sincere moment there's a problem
0: <laughs> or the set piece climax fight Joss Whedon did that in uh, Justice League the the in the yes. climax fight um. People thought, people thought that the moment where Flash lands on Wonder Woman's tits, like face first into Wonder Woman's tits. He does the same thing in Age of Ultron, remember? Yes! He did the exact same thing. People uh, thought that. that was Zack Snyder. They were like, oh, there's no way great feminist yeah. Joss Whedon did that. No, it's not in the Snyder Cut. <laughs> that no. was a Joss Whedon reshoot. Yeah. and that,
2: That's
0: that's one of the things that, that people... Mm. This is the this is your big climactic battle, and you have to tell that joke, right? I just, but you're right. You're right.
2: I I want to be clear. I think comedy can be, uh, you know, comedy can elevate a sincere thing, right? I don't want to say it has no place, but the way it's used, specifically by Joss Whedon, I am a Joss Whedon hater. So, oh yeah, yeah. I. I despise that writing style.
0: Here's the thing: I'm not even so much a Joss Whedon hater. I just think he outstayed his welcome. He, he. Yeah, because Firefly also, is still yeah. great. No, that is true. That is true. I will say I do like, I do really, and and even even parts of Buffy. I mean, for what Buffy was, right? There wasn't really a show like it. It's great too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I it's, it. I mean, for what it is, right? It's it's practically mm-hmm. a CW show, right? It's like a proto CW show. Right, but it's it's for what it is. It's really really good. I think he just outstayed his welcome. And yeah, and that's that's also true. He got, yeah. com- I think he got comfortable. I think he got, he, I think he thought he was more clever than he was, and I think he outstayed his welcome.
2: Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep.
0: Because the stuff that he was making when he was trying, like when he was having to try, mm-hmm. was good stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That that's a fair point. Yeah.
0: And I think I think Avengers is sort of the last of that where it's like he was having to try. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because after Avengers his his he just the nerds always had liked him but he blew up after Avengers. Like as far as Oh yeah. Mainstream consciousness was concerned because, as much as you know, people people like us might be like, "Well, you know, Joss Whedon made Firefly, and Firefly was cool, and so was Serenity, and then you had Buffy and all this other stuff." And it's like, "Yeah, but the normal people don't know about that shit." (laughs) That's true. Yeah, yeah,
2: right. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I think normal people didn't know about Joss Whedon until Avengers came out. Mm -hmm. Maybe they knew. Oh, that guy who made Buffy. But like, outside of that, yeah. I don't think anybody. I I just feel like. I just feel like, you know, circling
2: back one more time to like the main point, I feel feel like, you know, even if you take like a concept that seems like goofy, if you were to explain to someone who'd never heard it before, like a man dressed up in a bad costume fighting crime or something yes. like that. Yes, he's There's sad about his parents being dead.
0: Goofy. So he dresses up as yeah. a bat and punches thieves yeah. and crazy people. You can make that, yeah, you can make that sound absolutely
2: ridiculous. But when you sit down and you watch like Batman the Animated Series or some other really good piece of Batman. You don't think for a second this is hilarious or a comical. Right. Uh, you believe, you
0: just buy into it. I mean, uh, it yeah. Heart of Ice. I mean, you talk about things that are foundational. Yeah. Heart right. of Ice is the classic, is the perennial example. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the uh, Mr. Freeze that we know as the guy who's trying to save his wife and he's this emotionally yeah. complex it's, character. That's from that show. <laughs> it really is crazy how the Batman animated series
2: really redefined characters in common in the Batman comics going forward. Like completely changed them. Like uh, for the good for for the good. Oh man, uh,
0: they could have made Crazy Quilt <laughs> interesting. Like, I mean, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> like They could do they could do no yeah. wrong. They did. They actually did. Yeah. Do you remember? Um in in the uh in the Justice League Unlimited series, uh, mm-hmm. flashes where all flashes rogues hang out in this one bar. And um, yes, the one yes. that Mark Hamill that. plays. Do you remember? Yes, Trickster. trickster. Right. Yes, Trickster. Okay, yeah. so Tricksters in a bar. <laughs> And, 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 and they walk into this bar and all the other heroes with flash, there's other heroes with flash and they want to just fight everybody in this bar. And flash is like, yeah, Batman
2: wants to, yeah,
0: Yeah." (laughs) everybody wants to start punching. I think Orion's there too. Um, Mm -hmm, but he's like, would you guys just calm down and let me handle this? And he walks over to trickster and he calls him by his name and he's like, Hey man, you forgot to take your meds. Didn't you go off your meds? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I sure am. And he's like, they they just have a conversation. And Flash is like, all right, man, I need you to go back to the hospital. Thanks for talking, but I need you to go back to the hospital. And he's like, finish your drink. Go back to the hospital. And as they're leaving the bar, Trickster goes, got me again, Flash. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a, yeah. It's like a, this emotional moment where you start to understand yeah. more about this character, the Flash, which then matters when, you know, the Flash dies and in the future uh, yeah. timeline, the Justice League becomes bad because the Flash was the heart of the yeah. team. He was the good he was yeah. the goodness of the team. Um, yeah. anyway, all that is to say, you can treat this stuff seriously and have it matter and still make good, fun, entertaining content out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um and that I mean Man, the DCAU. The whole though, DC, like
2: yeah, the DCAU was the gold standard oh, really uh, was... for me in like comic uh, storytelling.
0: Yeah, the moment where the moment where Batman uh the moment where Clark is is uh Clark had looked through Batman's cowl and identified him oh yeah and then at the end of that episode i think it was the first couple of episodes of the superman animated series was the superman batman movie basically and um and then at the end of it batman superman is like looking far <laughs> and mm-hmm. batman's on top of a building looking through binoculars while as superman mm-hmm. changes from superman to clark Kent. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> yeah It's like got you too, bud. (laughs) Apparently,
2: I didn't know about this, but I don't, and I I can't be a hundred percent sure because I didn't. I I heard it from someone who was reiterating it from somewhere else, so I can't be a hundred percent sure. But apparently, that uh, bat the Batman meets Superman episode, the movie, um, uh, that one, uh, apparently, Studio Ghibli or uh uh, uh, drew some of that. They animated some of that. Oh, really? I I from my understanding, that's true, or at least some animators from there.
0: Oh, that's awesome! Uh, I. Yeah,
2: that's, that's really really cool, really cool.
0: Light, uh, info. Yeah, God, there's so many great examples of like of that stuff in in the DCAU. Mm-hmm. When Superman fights Doomsday, I feel like I live in a world oh, yeah. made of cardboard. Oh, he's fighting yeah. Darkseid at the end? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sorry, Darkseid. Yeah. Side, yeah. Episode, yes, yeah. yes. I feel like I live in a world made of cardboard. Oh no! First yeah. he says the first <laughs> he, the dude almost kills Batman. And, and Superman's response is like, that man will never stop fighting. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I live in a world made of cardboard. But with you, yeah. I can really let loose. And he punches him through a building.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. Uh, the, um, the, uh, yeah, all the, man. Yeah, th- Those shows were like my childhood, so I could... Describe.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely, like, same.
2: Uh, any, anyone, like, anyone who's never seen those, you need to watch Batman the Animated Series. Superman, the animated series, Justice League, Uh, also watch Batman Beyond, Uh, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. Watch those. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, The the best representations of DC characters um, ever.
0: And it's all a connected timeline. It's all like, yes, it's all The animated series. And like that whole DCAU, the DC animated universe is Mm -hmm. all a connected timeline. To the point that even a show that was kind of a sideshow like Batman Beyond ends up getting looped back into the finale of Justice League Unlimited, They're like the show's finale. And it's
2: it's so good. yeah, and it all ties it together in one big bow. It's, it really it's a, that's does. A great, yeah. Oh yeah. The uh, also, do you know there was a, a DC movie that came out with like last year that was a continuation of that universe of the DCU? Yeah,
0: yeah. They made a movie, didn't they? Um,
2: yeah. Yes. Uh, I forget what it was called, but it had the yeah, same art style of Bruce Tim. Uh, yeah, you know, it was it was the
0: Dini, or, Dini yeah. and Tim sort of style. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. Okay. We, we talked about DC yeah. shit yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. We can, we can
0: <laughs> stop now, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know who's going to be interested in that. But in any case, um,. <laughs> I'm sure there are some people because that's like uh, oh yeah people love them. And if shows. you're not interested, you should be. Oh uh, yes, that's an order. Watch uh, them; they're go so good. <laughs> yeah, watch them. Like here's the thing, too: watch them with your kids. Yeah, because kids love those shows even today. You yeah. can still watch those shows with with kids, and the kids are engrossed. Yeah, they don't. Those shows don't get old. There's a uh, you know
2: minor spoiler. There's an episode where Wonder Woman gets turned into a pig, and Batman has to escort her to get uh, trans- uh, transformed out of her pig state. It's a fantastic <laughs> episode. It, it is really great. is
0: a good episode. It's a great episode. <laughs> In my head, that's not what I call myself. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> God, that that's one of the coolest moments in the whole whole thing, man. <laughs> How'd you know it wasn't you? In my head, that's not what I call myself.
2: Uh-huh. Oh man.
0: <laughs> it's all so good. Just watch it. Um yeah. Alright. Did you have anything else? No, nope, I'm good. <laughs> Get up on the DCAU. Um <laughs> I don't know. Uh all right. Well then, let's do plugs, man. What do you got?
2: Uh Ace, Ar- Ace underscore Argus on Twitter or X I guess now. I'm I'm not gonna call it X. I'm gonna do that to make fun of Elon. Uh, but, but uh um com and uh Asarcus.bluesky.social bisky.social BSKY dot social
0: I wanna see if I wanna see if uh Yeah, the the Twitter I mean uh, it's so sad to see The the, the Twitter URL just redirects to uh, X.com now
2: Also, uh, this is like a little side note I've, I probably should have brought this up earlier But apparently the person who had the X handle uh, They just took it from him
0: Yes, that's something We didn't talk about The guy who originally yeah. had the, the handle that was just X Twitter just took the handle Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he was like, what the hell And they basically gave him merch yeah, because they saw that people were just like, "Wait, you just stripped this guy's handle," and they gave yeah. him the handle that they gave him. That was so here's the thing that that X handle was related to his business. His photography oh. business was called like uh, Orange oh, X or something God. like that. So, so they they took that handle and then they gave him. Uh, they they just gave him some... They offered him merch, and they offered to let him come meet the, like the team at, at the headquarters, mm-hmm. and he was like, I don't think I'll be taking them up on their offer. And the handle that they gave him to replace it is the letter X followed by a string of characters. The string of numbers. Oh my god. It's bad, dude. It's a terrible handle. They couldn't even give him a good handle. Wow.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Um Okay, yeah, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Pacing Joska, J O U S K A on Twitter and also on Blue Sky, uh Pacing Jessica, Bluesky.social. Um and that's that's all that's all f- that I have. That's all folks. Yeah, that's all folks. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Peace. thank you for listening to another episode of the end times continue for links and other information come see us at tetc.show